Steve pregame show will take you live to UNK's Foster Field with KKBR Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Foster Field at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It is time for the 59th annual Nebraska Shrine Bowl All-Star Football Game. Doug Duda, along with Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, glad to have you along with us as Kearney has now become home to Nebraska's premier All-Star Game, the Shrine Bowl Classic. It is a beautiful day right now, a slight chance of some rain in the forecast that, if it does happen, might move in around halftime and there's about a 15% chance of that. Of course, a couple of years ago, the game was shortened due to a thunderstorm in the fourth quarter of play. There is, as always, a lot of talent here between the North and the South squads, and we had a chance, obviously, to go down to Shrine Bowl Media Day in Lincoln, held at Nebraska Wesleyan on Tuesday, where we caught up with both of the coaches, and you will hear those interviews from the Doug and Daddy Show on Tuesday here as part of our pregame. And we'll take a look at some of the kids that will be playing from our area. Good number of kids, good number of them being the starting lineup. Of course, that's pretty obvious. You've got 35 on each side. There's 22 starting positions, so odds are uh, you're going to be in that starting lineup. But this is probably the one time during their careers that it doesn't matter if you're in the starting lineup. Just about everybody is going to see equal playing time. There might be a couple of kids out there that will go both ways in the football game. And this is where it kicks in. Uh, Early in the week, you find out, uh, about putting in the game plan. Then on about Tuesday bowl on uh, on media day, Monday, Tuesday, and carrying over into Wednesday, you really find out the reason why you are playing in this football game for the Shriners Hospitals of not only Nebraska but across the country. And you got a chance for these players to meet and interact with some of the kids that have been affected and benefited from the Shrine Bowl and the Shriners Hospitals. And then the Thursday, you get that one last big practice in. You travel to Kearney on Friday. You go through about an hour walkthrough here at Foster Field to get acclimated to the conditions. And then today, it's game day. Prep sets in. You're ready to go. It's time to play football. And you kind of forget about all that other stuff. It's competition. It's going up against the best guy in the state on the other side of the line. We're glad to have you along with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll be back with more of our pregame from the Shrine Bowl right after this. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. 
locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Well, it's always quite an honor to not only play, but to coach in the Shrine Bowl. And again, for those that are unfamiliar, the only way that you are a head coach is to have been a assistant coach in a previous year. And this year, it is former Husker quarterback Matt Terman. That's still how he's referred to, but he's made quite a name for himself as the head football coach at Omaha Scott. And he is coaching the South team uh, this year that has a few more of the local players on it than the North team does, coached by Mark Hudson of Boone Central Newman Grove. But then you take a look at some of the assistants on that North team, Russ Harvey from Grand Island Senior High, and you'll hear Coach Hudson a little bit talk about how he's implementing his offense for the Shrine Bowl this week. And then Ron Evans of Amherst, eight-man most of his career, a little 11-man mixed in there, Chris Kuzer of Sydney, Seth McLean of Fremont, Dan Zuha of Boone Central, also on the North. For the South, Steve Raymer from Sutton. Uh, you may see a lot of running of the football the way – Coach Terman and Coach Raymer set things up. And then Axtell's Will Wagner, who is uh, moving on after this year. He's coming over to Kearney High, but his head coaching experience at Axtell, along with Anthony Dunn of Bellevue East. Seth Terman from uh, Millard West is a Matt's brother, and John Dooley from Omaha Scott, the assistant coaches for this year's Shrine Bowl. When we come back, we will hear from the coaches, Matt Terman of the South and Mark Hudson of the North, right after this. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Founded in 1954, Burger King is the second largest fast food hamburger chain in the world. The original home of the Whopper. Our commitment to premium ingredients, signature recipes, and family-friendly dining experiences is what has defined our brand for more than 50 successful years. Best of luck, athletes, from Burger King. Doug Duda back with you here on the New Tech Seed pregame show at Fosterfield at UNK. I want to thank Dave McDonald and all the folks with the Shriners. And, uh, of course, uh, Rich Broderson, Manny Reich, Peter Yazvak, all the folks here at UNK for their hospitality. We had a chance to catch up with both of the coaches earlier this week at Media Day going on in Lincoln at Nebraska Wesleyan. We will start with South Head Coach Matt Terman of Omaha Scott, and he uh, starts out our interview kind of talking a little bit about what the Shrine game is all about. Well, we tell the kids our first day message to them was that this is more than just a game, and we really want to win, and we really want to play hard. But after today, they're going to realize that this is more than just playing football and that they've been blessed and have uh, some abilities and an opportunity that a lot of people don't get. And if you can use those talents and those abilities to help others, that's the best way to go about it. You know, Coach Terman, your dad coached at Wahoo Newman. In fact, we talked a little bit about it off the air. I said, you know, I've refereed him many times, and I've never given him an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. And I said, you know, I, I can't say that about you, but I, that's because I haven't ever, ever had officiated a game with Scott. But you, you were talking a little bit. Talk a little bit about what the influence your dad had. Well, playing for him and, you know, um, just trying to mimic his ways, it's, it's – uh, 
given me a lot of direction in my coaching career. You know, I still call him all the time to get uh, advice. You know, he's been through it all, so uh, he's seen it all. So I'll call him all the time. Actually, I just talked to him this morning. Um, wanted he wanted to know how our scrimmage went, and I said, you know, it's it's. I guess it's like every first scrimmage you have, even before your like high school seasons, where you watch that first scrimmage and you're like, oh, I hope we win a game. <laughs> and so uh, just a lot of stuff to fix. But the, the the fun thing is, is that these kids are working hard. You know, they're they're here for a reason, and uh, we just got some things to clean up. Yeah, coach, I the, the coach in me um, is dying as we kind of talked to Mark, and we were talking on the way down. One of the things that I really enjoy, aside from the roster, if you look into the game, is the coaches in this. And when I look at your coaches and I look at yourself and Coach Raymer, is the offense coming out of that school? <laughs> like a thought, because I mean, it is, it's, if, if you, now you've, we talked a little bit, you know, you've evolved in a sense that it's, you know, maybe a little more 10 or 12 personnel, a little pistol or shotgun. But at the end of the day, it's still zone concept, ISO power, veer, you know, and of course, Raymer, uh, I coach against him at the C2 level, and he's as good at it as anybody. Are we going to see some of that good old stuff that all of us <laughs> that grew up uh, in uh, in the Nebraska era enjoyed? Will we see some of that, or what? What are you guys looking to do offensively? Well, we got a we got a little bit of a variety on our coaching staff. I mean, if if you ask me, I'm a pro eye guy, and I want to yeah. run option. I mean, that's my that's my first love and what we do best. You know, we did evolve a little bit this year just because we had a quarterback that could really throw it and, and one of the receivers who set a Class B record. Yep. But um, typically, uh, I'm a downhill now guy. And so and Coach, Coach Raymer. Oh, yes. And he's <laughs> already told me if we throw it three times, we threw it three too many in this yeah. game. So, uh, but, but we'll throw it a little bit more than that. So my brother, who's coaches at mm-hmm. Millard, Millard West and, and Coach Dunn out at Bellevue East, they are um, – they are spread guys and want to throw it around quite a bit more. So I actually told my brother that he was in charge of the passing game and him and Coach Dunn, and then it's going to be our running game. So you'll see a little bit of both, I guess. I love it. But uh, if I had to guess, when I watched the films, we got the scrimmage film, our film, and their film, and it's it's contrast. They were in shotgun the entire the entire scrimmage, four wide. Looking like tri- Grand tri- Island. Trips oh, open. Yeah. And uh, we, we ran a little bit of, of four wide stuff, but we were under center tight end um well the best pop, thing power is eye or, if, yeah. if your brother can get any of it going manage your running game gonna look good <laughs> yeah, exactly right if you get any of that stretched yeah. vertically that'll look good we're talking with the head coach of the south matt Turman here on the doug and daddy show on espn radio we're at nebraska wesleyan for the annual shrine bowl media day of course the game is saturday afternoon on classic hits 98.9 and coach uh You've got Jordan Flowers uh, as, as the Class A quarterback here. A couple of Hastings kids uh, also listed on the roster as quarterbacks. So does Jordan get the nod? How do you do the rotation? Some guys just like to go half-half, some quarters. Some put it all in one kid's hands and put the other guys on the defensive side of the ball. Can you give us a little insight into what you're planning? Well, right now, uh, Grant Schmidt from St. Cecilia is working more on defense and offense. We're actually, he, he's such a good athlete that, that we've, uh, we've actually, he jumped in at receiver some too, and so he's actually going to play some both sides of the ball a lot, quite a bit at corner, and then actually some in our receiver packages. So um, the two quarterbacks in between Vinny and Jordan, we really haven't figured it out yet who's going to be the first guy, but what we're thinking right now is we're going quarters with it. Um, I didn't know a whole lot about Vinny Schmidt just from what I saw on film, 
but he can really throw it, and uh, he, he's pretty excited because we got. He said he's never had linemen this big, which I don't think any of our quarterbacks could ever say that. And he goes, "I've had more time to throw than I've ever had in my life," and so uh, he's having a lot of fun. Jordan brings an intangible of a, a really good runner too. He, he gives us some quarterback options in terms of quarterback draw and option stuff that he he's a he can really get out and move. So uh, I think we have uh, two nice quarterbacks to give us both a little bit different options. Matt Terman's with us for a couple more minutes here. We ask uh, Coach Hudson the same. What do you see from their team? Well, you know, anytime you're playing in the Shrine Bowl game, I got a, I, I was able to uh, play in it 25 years ago. I, my uh, uh, bunch of my teammates from 1992 are actually coming to this game as kind of an anniversary game of it. And uh, I remember playing against guys, and it's just, a, you know, when you have the best of the best from the state, it's just um, – whether it's 1992 yeah. or, or 2017, their skill on both sides of the ball. Um, their quarterbacks are really dynamic, and both are, you know, one's my nephew, so I'm probably a little biased there. <laughs> uh, the other one, you know, we've played quite a bit at, El, at, at Elkhorn South, you know, being from Omaha Scott. And so both of those are, they can, they're dual threat guys that we're going to have to contain. Um, they got some really nice wide receivers that are going to spread it out and, and throw it around, I think. So we got to get our defense shored up. Offensively, I think uh, um, they got a really nice uh, defensive ends. They're going to be tough to move, move out of the way, but it's going to be some power football. You know, sometimes when you're running power football, it might help that they have to stay in that 4-3 defense. You know, there's some Shrine Bowl rules that, that – Hopefully we can uh, find some creases there because they can't shift and move or blitz. So we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a little bit of two contrasting styles, a little bit maybe a more spread and and uh, throw it around type of offense from them and more of a little power football from us. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be fun. Well, Coach, congratulations on the honor. And as you said, it is. And uh, you do a great job. I appreciate it, guys. One Thank more. Oh, yeah. This, oh, is yeah. My, this is my favorite question because I, I'm just as curious as anybody. I always ask. Who's the kid that you didn't see except on film that here in the first two or three days of camp that has, has kind of lit things up? You mentioned you mentioned Schmidt, but, I mean, is there anybody else? So Mark had a kid from Scotts Bluff. Anybody else that you haven't seen that really impressed you so far? Well, um, like I said, Vinny Schmidt, I, I didn't know a whole lot about him. He came with some glowing expectations from coaches I, I, uh, I respect. Um, uh, Coach Gross out at McCook is who I was uh, assistant under in 2009. He told me that he had a really, really good corner named uh, Isaac Larson. Um, and he's been just every bit as advertised from Coach Gross out there, too. Um, just a, a lockdown kid, a hard worker, um, and so he's, he's really good. Another guy that's really surprised us, and well, I don't know if I, I should say surprised, but we just switched positions. Uh, so Red Harms from Crete, actually, and he played quarterback for four years, but he's going to the Air Force Academy and uh, is going to play tight end there. So he, when I ask him to play, he asks, do you want me at tight end? You can start learning it. And so he's went to tight end. He's picked it up really fast. Um, he's a great athlete. And, and so just the way how fast he's picked up to the blocking and to the uh, technique and, and playing tight end is something that's pretty, uh, pretty special to behold, too, just because, you know, he said he's been under center for four years. And so we moved <laughs> him to tight end. He's been there for about two days, and uh, he's doing some great things. Well, the coaches have always said it, Larry. They're so far ahead when they get to the All-Star game because every kid out there knows what they're doing. You don't have to teach them technique and, and skills because they're, they're always so skilled, and it sounds like that's the way it is with you guys, Matt. Yeah, they are. That's, uh, even some of my assistants were. I told them before we got here, and now they're still telling me now they're amazed at how fast they pick things up, stuff that we would typically take, you know, three or four practices with with, the, with our uh, own high school teams we can do in one practice because they have a good football knowledge, they have good football savvy, good football IQ. 
and they pick it up real quick and they're there to learn. And so, uh, and plus, I guess another benefit is you're not teaching it to freshmen and sophomores. It's exactly it's, right. it's, it's, uh, it's uh, all guys that are pretty experienced. But so that's been great. They're, they're picking up things really fast. Back here at UNK's Foster Field for the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl All-Star Football Game. Just heard from head coach Matt Terman. We will hear from Mark Hudson, the head coach of the North, as we get closer to kickoff right after this. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. Selecting the right insurance company is an important process, and there are many aspects to consider. Klein Insurance has many years of experience to back up their service, so you can be assured your investments are protected. Get your free no-obligation insurance quote on home, auto, business, farm, or crop insurance. Give yourself the peace of mind that so many clients already have with Klein Insurance. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Insurance with service since 1959. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Back here at UNK's Foster Field, where it's time now to hear from North Head Coach Mark Hudson of Boone Central Newman Grove. Of course, before that, spent some uh, good time at Ravenna, knows all about UNK, and uh, is a local boy as well. And he says, boy, what a whole host of talent this team and both teams have in the Shrine Bowl. Everything is at light speed. Uh, you get squeezed for time, and, and you know it's, it's a little bit more than regular, regular camp. Uh, but thank goodness you've got kids that are, you know, at, at the upper level of, uh, of of the talent spectrum. So, you know, you can you can make some adjustments with what you need to do time-wise. But basically, uh, we came in, wanted to establish ground rules for how our how our camp was going to be run, what we were going to expect kids, um, you know, what they were going to be held accountable for, uh, with keeping in mind that it's an all-star game. But uh, you know, to the to the casual fan. We're putting in the offense. You know, that's the main thing. Teach the offense, get the kids, figure out which kids uh, are able to pick it up. Um, and, and those are the kids that are going to rise to the top, and, and you'll see more on Saturday. Um, but we want to throw as much at them as we can, and then if uh, we have to back off, we can back off rather than try and throw something in later. What What are you running, Mark? I mean, uh, kind of the coolest thing in, in one of these deals is this is kind of like being 15-year-old Mark and going in. Mm-hmm to Mr. Hudson and saying, Dad, can I have the keys tonight? Yeah. I mean, you get to drive Dad's car yeah. for a week, and it's a cool deal. What what, what are you running um, as, as far as – are you a 10 personnel group with these guys? Are you going to get old school and be 22? Yeah, I don't – Yeah, Coach Terman must have slipped you a 50 to ask that question, huh? No. He'll <laughs> get the same one. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly now, right. uh, you know, we've we've exchanged films, so we, we both kind of know what's going on. But uh, we're kind of a balance. Uh, you know, you you, you got kids from all over, so for me to come out here and, and go back to 10 years ago and be like, yeah, we're, we're going to get in a heavy set and just do that all night, there's some really good wide receivers that be standing on the sideline. Uh, so we, you know, that was kind of my goal. I want to come in, you take the best kids in the state and showcase them at what they're good at. So, you know, one of the, one of the biggest gets for me was when a good friend of mine, Russ Harvey, said, yeah, it's what we do. We coach football. We'll come down there. I've stolen lots of ideas from him in the past. Um, 
he he knows a lot more uh, concept-wise, throwing the ball-wise. So you're going to see a balance between kind of, uh, you know, Boone Central and old-school Ravenna and uh, some of the things you see at Grand Island Senior High. So with schematically, I guess, uh, last question with, with regard to that, when I look at it, we talked earlier, and I think one of the things I think is interesting here is when you look at the South, not players, but coaches. When you look at Raymer and Terman, these are dudes that want to run – uh, zone concept, ISO power, veer, you know, just who they've always been. Mm-hmm. And when I look across, the juxtaposition to that is you've always done a tremendous job coaching a defense. And we can talk about offense. Mm-hmm. You've been a great defensive coach. And as mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, you know, your linebackers never had permission to move their feet until they were told <laughs> even mid-snap, right? Right. So this has a chance to, um, when you just look at that, the old men in the game, mm-hmm. to be something fun. Do you think, I mean, what are you doing defensively? I know you're so limited in what you can do, but but are you? do you have a hand in this defense the way you always have? Yes, a little bit. Um, you know, you, you want to have a say in, in how things are done. Uh, the 4-3 does limit kind of what you can do, and so you know, it's not the redheaded stepchild of the Shrine Bowl, but, uh, you know, you... I was that of my family. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, it is, it's a huge technique thing. You know, it's technique, discipline, uh, assignment, and, and those are all what make good defense. Um, you know, to me, the key with defense is, you know, hopefully we've got the right guys playing defensive line and the right guys in the back end. We love our linebackers, uh, but in this game... You know, you can look at who's calling the, you know, running the ball over there. Uh, if you can't stop that off guard or, or the off tackle power and the veer coming through there, it's going to be a long day. Um, so it takes dudes to do that. You can't scheme it if you're sitting in a 4-3. So you better have the dudes. Um, you know, on the back side of things, you better make sure that your dudes can turn around and run and lock people down because, you know, you're not going to outsmart people. We're talking with Mark Hudson. He's the head coach of the North team for the 2017 Shrine Bowl. Uh, want to ask about a couple of the kids uh, outstate, but we want to ask what you're going to be doing specifically with some of the kids in right. the area. And let's start with uh, a smaller school kid in, in Nate Bartling. Uh, his entire family has done a great job in whatever sport out of Elm Creek. What do you have in store for him? Yeah, you know, Nate's been uh, – we, we were high on him coming in. He's a big body. Uh, we kind of figured out early on, you know, we watched a ton of film. I know Coach Terman did too, but uh, – you know, Larry, you know, you, you listen to a guy, eight man doesn't get a shot. And, you know, I made it our goal and, and split up the film watching and said, we're going to put our eyeballs on, on every kid that we think has a legitimate um, opportunity. Now, you know, you take 35 kids, that means that eyeballs and film was watched on another 35 or 45 kids. Now, was that the whole game film? Obviously not. But uh, really like Nate, big bodies translate. You know, you, you look at eight man, big bodies translate, whether you're playing a, a zero or a four inside, whether it's 11 man or eight man. So Nate was a real kid that we got excited about because he, you know, he, he's a beast in the middle and he's got great feet. Um, coach, um, do dueling. What's a Jace Jace. Yes. Jace. Jace. Sorry. Yeah. He, uh, he, he sent me an email and was like, you know, he's, he's our man. He's our guy in the middle. And, once we got film, he'd been injured later in the year. And once we got film on him, uh, man, he dominated early when he was healthy. And he's had a really good camp for us. Um, we were high on him, and he's been probably all of those expectations. And, you know, he's just that good of a kid, too. The Grand Island boys always end up on the North team. You got a pair of them from senior high and Peyton Kinney, who's a, a speedster kind of guy for yep. you. And then you got another big guy on the line in Griffin Wenz. What are you going to do yeah. with those guys? You know, Griff's a guy that can go both ways for us, and so's Peyton. And, uh, you know, honestly, Peyton's been – just as big of an asset uh, 
talking about some of the things that Coach Harvey and I have combined, you know, offensively and, and how we do those things is being kind of a second coach on the field. Hey, when we call this, yep, Peyton's helping guys out, getting them lined up. Um, Griffin's, he's just a utility player. He's a horse. You know, he could play some defensive end, some offensive tackle for us. He's got good feet. Um, he's probably just going to fill a position of need for us. And he's been spending a little bit more time on, uh, on the offensive line. But, you know, he's a bull when it comes to defensive end, too. You talk about a couple of the outstate kids. I mean, Noah Vedral, uh, you know, that's a name that uh, even if you're just a casual fan, you're going to know that. What, what are the couple of the exciting kids uh, so far in camp uh, like a Noah Vedral that, that, that uh, have opened your eyes? Yeah, that? you know, uh, Noah's had a really good camp. Uh, watched him a lot being in C1 and uh, saw some film on him. And, uh, you know, I, I really like what he's done. He's really grasped uh, the, the concepts that Coach Harvey and I have put together offensively. And, you know, he's – He's really good. He's got a great arm, really good with his feet. Braden Wright, uh, Elkhorn South, both of our, those are both of our guys that we're looking at quarterback right now, and they've had really excellent camps. A uh, kid that a lot of people don't, haven't probably heard about is uh, Max Mason from Scott's Bluff. You know, and you hear Metro and Lincoln and all the skilled players out there. And, that dude you know, can play football. Yeah, dude can play football. I yeah. tell you what, uh, the, the comment, uh, you know, linebacker coach telling guys, it's like tackling air, you know, and he's not. He's not a real tall guy, and so a lot of the schemes we're running, they're having problems finding him, so I hope that happens on Saturday. And, Mark, finally, uh, Larry kind of touched on a little bit, but what do you see out of the South team? Uh, there's so much skill out there, but what yeah. do you see from them? Yeah, you know, uh, th- their quarterbacks, the guys they got playing quarterback are dynamic, dynamic athletes. They're, they're going to be something that's tough for us to really get. You know, we got to keep them pinned in. Um, they got some big dudes. You know, they get the two guys in the Class B heavyweight state finals. Those dudes are monsters. We got to find a way to, to take care of those guys. But uh, a really nice kind of conglomeration of kids that have come together over there and their their film it, it concerns the heck out of me. I mean, they're going to power it at you, and with the ability to to attack you in the in the backside. So I I look forward to a great ball game. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here on the New Tech Seed pregame show as we approach a 2:07 kickoff here for the North and South in the 59th annual Shrine Bowl All-Star High School football game. We will take a look at the starting lineups as you just heard from Mark Hudson, the head coach of Boone Central Newman Grove. Larry will give us some analysis. Unfortunately, there are a handful of guys uh, when we get to the injury report not going to be able to play today for illness or injury factors that happen during the week. That's always about the only negative from an all-star game uh, when you can uh, pick up injuries when you go through uh, some of the practices, and hopefully none of them are real bad, and it doesn't sound like that's the case. But we'll tell you about that in a little bit. Don't forget you can also hear the game on the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If you're not right here in the area, if you're anywhere across the state and you have family somewhere across this great country, uh, they can hear it as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney. Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln will look at the starters right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. People you know. Community people. Agriculture is America's largest family business. It's more than a business, it's a way of life. 
We believe in it. We invest in it. We make ag loans. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Well, they are honoring uh, this year's honorary captains for the uh, Shrine Bowl, uh, those that have uh, been affected uh, by a variety of uh, illnesses or injuries. And you've got a youngster, and you've got uh, somebody that uh, folks around here know a lot about uh, in a young man in Luke Gross-Nicholas from Aurora, graduated there in 2014. He's going to be a senior at UNK, an outstanding golfer, and does a lot of other great things. And then the youngster this year was Noah Troxel, who is just nine years old, but uh, looks like quite a good wrestler and loves that. And Larry Baker, that's right up your alley, man. So uh, Noah Troxel and Luke Gross-Nicholas, the honorary co-captains for the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl. Yeah, it's always nice when they bring uh, uh, those kids out. The, the patients of the Shrine Hospital, as you know, Doug, uh, as we talked about earlier in the week, this is a football game, and it's an all-star game, and such a great opportunity for these athletes to be able to one last time in the state of Nebraska, uh, kind of under their high school flag, be able to play the game. But this this is a bigger than a game. It is about these patients and the things that the Shriners do uh, to help these youngsters. And then you, you can look at the program, and it's pages and pages of uh, information, advertisements, and a little bit, uh, sometimes you can overlook some things. There is also a memorial uh, small segment in here to Sam Foltz, who was a Shrine Bowl participant in 2012 for the North. So cool to see that uh, in there uh, as well. Uh, you take a look at the uh, starting lineups here in just a moment. But before we do that, Larry, I want to take a look at the injury situation brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Uh, both teams have a couple of guys that aren't going to be able to go today. Yeah, and I think the thing is, Doug, is when you look at these deals, uh, games like this, you know, between them you have over 20 practices, over 25 practices. When you have that many football practices, live contact and goes, you're going to get nicked up. Nothing uh, severe. You know, we've had in the past torn ACLs, broken legs, things like that. You don't have that here. It does sound to me like today um, Anthony Mager from Lincoln High um, uh was hurt a couple of days ago in practice. Um, and then they, they've got another, the North team has another injury, Cody Ritterbush out of Miller North. He's a six foot, 300 pound D tackle, and they're going to need that dude today. They're unsure if he's going to be able to go again, just uh, uh, got nicked up a couple of days ago. And then when you look at the South team, um, Austin Stewart from Heartland Community, a, a guy we all wanted to see play because of the numbers that he put up. Again, just got a little bit nicked up this week. Nothing serious, uh, but uh, is in street clothes today and is uh, going to be unable to play. And then again with the South, uh, when you look at Zach Burney from Holdridge, a local kid, uh, is going to be unable to play today as well. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. The captain's getting ready to go here. The North wearing the blue today, and it looks like your captains are Max Mason from Scott's Bluff, along with Noah Vedrill from Wahoo Newman. We also have uh, on the field there uh, Haas Smith from Oakland Craig and uh, Peter Girls from uh, Creighton Prep are the captains there for the North squad. And along the far side, uh, the South squad, if I can see that far, Brett Cottrell, who is uh, from Ashland Greenwood, he is going to be one of the captains along with Grant Bruner from Gretna. And I believe uh, Jackson Burney from Holdridge is over there as one of the captains as well. 
and I think Austin Stewart because they're both in street clothes over there. Uh, so they have been voted captains uh, for the South team, and uh, quite an honor uh, when that happens. Also want to just give a shout-out at this moment uh, because of some things going on. The Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association All-Star Duel is going on in this hour over at Grand Island. Last night got to be part of the Hall of Fame ceremonies over there in Grand Island. And because of the world team trials that are going on in Lincoln next week, they bumped that up. Unfortunately, there's actually a couple of kids that did come over yesterday, received some wrestling awards, and uh, had to hustle back over here for their Shrine Bowl activities. Let's go ahead and take a look at the starting lineups offensively. For the North team, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The center is number 72, 6'3", 295-pounder Peter Garrels of Creighton Prep. The guards are number 70, 6'1", 280-pound Millard North Mason Borgots. And number 78, 6'2", 280-pounder out of Omaha North, Kendrick Parker. At tackle, number 60, 6'3", 270-pounder out of Elkhorn South, that is Dixon Luffler. And at number 74, Grand Island's Griffin Wenz, 6'3", 265-pounder. The wide receivers are Silvo Johnson out of Bellevue West, 5'11", 165-pounder, number 6. And number 10, 5'11", 160-pounder out of Creighton Prep, Shannon Brewer. Number 18, 6'1", 165-pounder, Alex Shuffelbein of Elkhorn and Alex Ellis of Omaha Burke will be rotating. The running back, number 4, Max Mason of Scotts Bluff. And your quarterback is Noah Vedral, headed down to Central Florida, 6'2", 185-pounder out of Wahoo Newman. The tight end, Malcolm Lee out of Bellevue West, 6'5", 240-pounder, number 98. Head coach of the North is Mark Hudson of Boone Central Newman Grove. The head coach of the South is Matt Terman of Omaha Skett. His center today will be Gretna's Patrick Arnold, number 77, 6'3", 295-pounder, the right guard is number 51, 6'4", 280-pounder Brett Cottrell of Ashland Greenwood. The left guard is 6'2", 260-pounder Dalton Peters out of Aurora, wearing number 53. The tackles, number 63, 6'5", 275-pounder out of Cross County, Hunter Miller. And number 65, 6'4", 270-pounder out of Omaha Scut, Trent Hickson. Then you take a look at the tight end from Crete, number 17, Rhett Harms, 6'4", 225-pounder. The fullback, number 35, 6'2", 210-pounder out of Norris High School, and that is Brody Zabel. You take a look at the wide receivers, number 7, Christian Banker out of Omaha Scott, 6'2", 180-pounder, and number 13, Shea Wyatt, 5'11", 165-pounder out of Millard West. The I-back is Braden Hartwig out of Lincoln Southwest, 5'11", 190-pounder, wears number 27. And getting the start at quarterback is Vinny Schmidt out of Hastings. He'll wear number 1, 5'10", 165-pounder. And we'll set the defense as the game kind of gets going here at UNK's Foster Field. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We will get things close to underway here. And a little breakdown of the game from Larry Baker when we return. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Hi, I'm Dana Grease, your pharmacist at Sutton Pharmacy. We've been your full-service neighborhood pharmacy since 2007. We are committed to working with you and your health care providers to give you the best personalized care. 
We offer a full line of Good Neighbor Pharmacy products to meet your health care needs. Sutton Pharmacy also offers deliveries to Sutton and Edgar for your convenience. Locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. Sutton Pharmacy. Well, we're back here, Doug Duda, along with Larry Baker on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com, just a couple of minutes away from kickoff. Larry, what do you see? I think we maybe have, uh, when we talked about it earlier in the week, some contrasting styles here today. Well, yeah, and I think that's it, Doug. You know, what we speculated on driving to Lincoln on, was it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday yeah, yeah. T- Tuesday morning is exactly what ended up playing out. The South team is going to be all 21 personnel. So for those of you at home, that's two backs and one tight end, which means you're going to see the eye, a tight end, the eye, uh, and they are going to run the ball. It's going to be a lot of fullback veer stuff, lots of toss, power. Uh, They are absolutely huge up front. They've got speed. Uh, That's what they're going to want to do. They've got the ability to stretch the defense a little bit um, with receivers. I don't know how much they're going to want to do that. They may do it a little just to showcase those guys. And then on the other side with the North team, it's going to, if, if you've watched Grand Island play, it's going to look like Grand Island. Carney, Grand Island, all those you know, look very similar where it's all 10 personnel, one back, no tight ends, all two by two, three by one, that kind of stuff where it's, uh, and they probably won't huddle at all. Uh, they're going to want to throw the ball and get Vedral out on the edge. So from an offensive standpoint, very much contrasting styles. The the North isn't as big as the South. Many times that happens. One of these teams will be just a little bit bigger than the other. The one thing I can tell you is just walking around down on the field, they're all huge. <laughs> it's hard to believe these guys were playing high school football just months ago. But that's and, and So that's the biggest thing. But the thing I also would say, Doug, is a real contrasting style in coaches. You know, Mark Hudson, he's a local guy and just an absolute peach, great educator, tremendous coach, but he's just kind of an old grisly dude, you know, he, and he's taken that approach here. Sounds like they practiced like 15, 16 times. So it was a business-like approach this week where when you look at the South's team, I think they only practiced 11 or 12 times. They did a bunch of team outings, really kind of had a lot of fun with it. Uh, so both these coaches come at it a little bit differently, and I think you're going to see that come out in this uh, the way this game's played. Well, we're out ready to go here. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. They're proud to support all the area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. The South won the toss. They deferred, so the North will get the ball and we'll kick it off next. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Lucas Zellio of Lincoln Southwest will kick it off, and the speedsters Zion Williams of Omaha North and Shannon Brewer of Creighton Prep will stand back to uh, take the opening kickoff for the 59th annual Shrine Bowl here at UNK's Foster Field. Glad you've chosen Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com as your home for today's game. 
And the kick is away, a high, deep kick that will be returnable, taken at the one-yard line by Williams on the right hash. Up to the 10, the 15, has a little seam, 20-25. If he gets outside, he's gone. He cuts back 35, and an ankle tackle at the 38-yard line. Going to be brought down that time by Jarrett Matson of McCook. But a nice little return by Williams. He was just picking his spaces. He didn't get a chance to explode, but... As they always say, he was one man away. Yeah, and I think if he keeps that to the east sideline there, Doug, maybe he does score. Jarrett Matson makes a great tackle. Just like we said, here comes the north team. No huddle. Uh, they're going to be two by one here with a tight end. They'll go twins to the right, and Federal will be out of the shotgun, pistol, however you want to refer to that. Max Mason will be the lone running back, flanking him to his left, first and 10 at the 38-yard line. And on first down, Vedral's going to keep it himself, and he'll run right into the hands of the defensive back for the South team, shooting right through there. And making the tackle is going to be Tanner Peterson of Sutton. Yeah, he does a great job. He's starting at DN is Tanner Peterson. Doug, what you saw there was just simple read option, and I'm telling you, Max Mason from Scott's Bluff, he blew it up in camp this week. They're super excited about him. No gain on the play, second and ten. Same set this time. Federal will give it to Mason, and it is a reverse. Around the left end is Shannon Brewer. Looks for a block. It's strung out well, and he's actually going to be dropped behind the line of scrimmage for a one-yard loss. It is Corbin Ruth of Seward. He made the tackle, but the South defense really strung that out well. Yeah, Brewer gets to make the tackle there on the edge, Doug, but everybody did their job. Everybody stayed home and in an uh, all-star game like this that isn't always the case because everybody wants to go make it happen understand that it's a base four three cover two no blitzing no stunting uh, so very vanilla defense so third and 11 four wide outs now as Vedral takes a three-step drop throws it out here in the flat to Mason little running back screen breaks a tackle to the 40 cuts back still dancing 45 down the sideline and he ran out of bounds I think he is just short let's see what the official said gave him a pretty good mark He's going to mark him at the 48, and Coach Hudson says, hey, that's a first down, and they are going to move the chains exactly 11 yards, and Hudson did a lot of that on himself. Yeah, he did. I'm just telling you, Max Mason, and this is what we say, this kid, number four out of Scott's Bluff, he had huge numbers uh, in his high school career, but, Doug, this kid's electric, and that was just a simple little flat pass to the flat, and Mason did that all on his own. So on first down and 10, Vettel to throw again, same play to uh, make to uh, Max Mason, and he kind of steps out of bounds here as he gets across the 48 to the 49, only a gain of about a yard and a half. And it'll be second down, we'll say officially, nine yards to go. Yeah, and they ran that same play there. They're running two vertical routes off of that uh, pass to the flat that will set up something deeper. Set a school record for most touchdowns this year in a single season with 32. Second down and nine. Vedral wants to keep it, but he hands off Mason. He's hit, and he's going to be driven backward and brought down by Alex Kowalski of York. But again, the interior right there between the guards, there's nowhere to go right now for the north, and he's going to get a half a yard. It'll be third down and eight. Yeah, again, Kowalski makes a great tackle, but that's Rudy Stouffer from Kearney. Absolutely blew that play into oblivion, Doug. And those linemen sometimes get lost in the wash, but here in the Shrine game, if they do their job, they're going to stand out. No doubt about it. So they converted third and 11. Now they have third and eight. Go to that same four-wide package. Twins right and left ball right at midfield for Vedral on the opening drive of the game. He's looking downfield, has time, throws it deep down the left side, but overshoots his intended target, Shannon Brewer, who had got behind the defensive back. And later on in the game, it's early. It's that first quarter. Even in the practices, you can execute that a lot. But 
that was there for the North. Well, and here's here's the stinker about that, Doug, is that was the exact same play they'd gotten the first down on when they run the flat pass and they ran the guy's vertical and their Vedral never looked down to Mason. He just threw the vertical. There was nobody around Mason. He goes for quite a while there. So we will see a punt for the first time in this football game. Fourth and eight from midfield. The North ready to boot it away, taking the snap. And kicking that football right down the sideline is going to be Stephen Hills, I believe it is, and it's going to bounce out of bounds. Let me double-check on that. J.C. Nutter. J.C. Nutter from Sand Hill Stedford. Oh, punted it out of bounds. Didn't want to give the South any chance to return it to the 22. It's just a 28-yard kick, but no return in the South. We'll get their first opportunity here in the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl. 9.44 to go in a scoreless game. Yeah, and see, see the huddle, the contrast already, Doug. Uh, they huddle up here, break it, going to come out in 21 personnel, two backs with a tight end. Matt Terman, the head coach, sends Vinny Schmidt out there as the quarterback here in the I formation, and he will turn and hand it right off to his fullback who sees a seam across the 25, gets to the 30 and all the way out to the 31-yard line for Brody Zabel of Norris. He is a couple of yards short of the first down. Yeah, and the key there is, Doug, is that's just Veer. They're leaving one of those guys, one of those interior linemen unblocked and the quarterback makes the read there, and that was the correct read. It just hits so fast. How much work does that put on a quarterback in just one week here like Vinny Schmidt? Well, a lot, because he hasn't done this kind of thing. Second and a long yard, and this time he's going to hand it off to Zabel again, who has the first down across the 35 to the 37. Boy, it's just a quick hitter. He is getting that ball, and he explodes as soon as he touches it. Yeah, his eyes immediately go to the read. He's reading one of the down linemen, uh, the one-tech or the three-tech, and they leave him unblocked, and if he uh, gets upfield too far, they give it. If he can uh, get his arms around the fullback, they pull it out. Sable, 1,000-yard back, not going to play football, but will go to Nebraska. First down and 10 here for the South at their own 37-yard line, 8.50 to go in the scoreless first quarter. Pitch play right side, looking to get outside. is going to be Hartwig from Lincoln Southwest, and the North is able to string that one out a little bit better. Short gain as he's pushed out of bounds in front of the south sideline, which they're on the east, the north on the west here at UNK. Now we'll see what happens here, Doug. Cody Ritterbush for uh, the north just checked in. He really is the run stopper here. They were able to run veer, veer, veer without him in the game. He's a key to this thing. They've got to be able to have him, so we'll see if he can hold up. He got a little nicked up earlier in the week. They set him down there at defensive tackle. It is second down and nine at their own 38-yard line, in motion from left to right. Is Rhett Harms the tight end, resetting to the short side of the field. Schmidt turns, hands to the eye back, Hartwig again, and he will crash forward to the 45-yard line before he is upended by Trey Sachs of Elkhorn. Yeah, they just ran a power ISO there and walled Ritterbush off, actually. Uh, the South team right now is able to absolutely dominate the line of scrimmage, Doug has been the biggest key. Third down and two, can they execute here as they split Christian Banker out wide to the left? Out wide to the right is Shea Wyatt from Millard West. Back to the power eye here on third down and two. And Schmidt going to hand it to Zabel. First down, gets to midfield, steps out of a tackle and into North Territory at the 48-yard line. First man to hit him and then just kind of really knock him off balance here for the North squad was Josh Baker from Omaha Burke. And the thing that's tough about that, Doug, is that was just midline veer. Fullback right up 
the uh, cutting the center in half, and they're reading a guy that's two tech two techniques away in this four three defense where you can't make those adjustments. That's tough to stop. Staying in that. High formation here. Schmidt this time fakes the handoff, rolls right, wants to pass. Has time, rolling, rolling, throws underneath, and it is complete. Banker. Just inside the 40-yard line. And down to the 39, a gain of eight. And Christian Banker from Omaha Scott Catholic, all he did this year, Doug, was set the all-time Class B record for receptions. You know, Omaha Scott Catholic understand that this, you know, their offense, they want to run it. Well, they had a quarterback that could throw it in Christian Banker, and they did just that. And he caught more of them than anybody in Class B history. Second down and one at the 39-yard line, 7-10 to go here in the first quarter. We're scoreless in the Shrine Bowl. The North had a first down and had to punt. Now the South starting at the 22. Yeah, and that's a new look there, Doug. They were two-by-two two there in the shotgun. Schmidt wants to throw deep, but it's into double coverage and almost a beautiful catch in double coverage down here at the 10-yard line intended for Shea Wyatt of Millard West, but he was well covered. Yeah, Peyton Kinney did a great job there. In fact, uh, if the Millard West... Receiver doesn't get his hand on it. Peyton Kinney from Grand Island had gone up to pick that ball, Doug. It'll be interesting to see how much of that two-by-two stuff. There they were in gun, two-by-two. Not who they want to be, but they've got players to do that kind of stuff. It'll be interesting to see how much they are willing to do that. Where right now, they their veer game hasn't been stopped. So Continuing to move the ball down the field. Third and one. They took a crack on second at one, and we'll see what they do here. Line up back in that. Unbalanced eye to the right. They'll hand it to Zabel. He's going to be the money man. He gets the first down inside the 35 to the 34. He crashes forward for five yards and just move the chains again here for the South. Yeah, they've got that big giant fullback, Doug, and he's just going to keep going. Six foot, 210 pounds out of Norris, Nebraska. Some of those North starters, Hollebeck of O'Neill, Bartling of Elm Creek, Ritterbush of Millard North, Lee of Bellevue West, Die of North Star. You got... Uh, Baker from Burke, Williams in the backfield, Sachs, Kinney defensively. First down and 10. They're going to pull the guard and hand it off to the Ibach Hartwig over the right side. He'll get inside the 30 and down to the 24-yard line. Is Sam Morrill going to check in here defensively for Creighton? Yeah, they ran power there, Doug. Just old-school power to the tight end. Block everybody down, pull that guard, and kick the end man on the line of scrimmage out and lead through with the fullback. So it'll be a second down and three with 6.15 to go here in quarter number one. First drive of the game for the South. The North took about 2.15 off the clock. This has been about a three-and-a-half-minute drive from their own 22 at the North 27-yard line. Second down and three. Three wideouts this time. Pitch play to the left side, and it is Hartwig looking for a block. He's got it. He's got the first down to the 20-yard line, a gain of seven on the play. Yeah, Patrick Arnold there from Gretna, number 77. Of course, the Class B state champion wrestler, he was supposed to pull on that. He took took his skip pull step and got tripped up, and, I mean, it looked like a dump truck <laughs> <laughs> rolled over on the ground there. Holy cow, he's big. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here at Foster Field in Kearney. So the South moving the ball, you can't do a whole lot of different things if you're the North. What are they? Well, the South now actually going to go with a little different look. They're going to put Schmidt in the shotgun with his backs flanking him left and right. He'll take it, a two-step drop, wants to throw it up for grabs into the end zone. The ball's batted away, incomplete, trying to get it over to Christian Banker. And there's Kenny again. Yeah, you're not going to get that done on Patrick Kenny, Doug. He's fast. His ball skills are amazing. You know, we talked about it on Tuesday. What did he have against Lincoln East? How many interceptions that night? 
four picks. His ball skills are good. You want to be careful there. Here's the other thing. Look at the clock. With what the South's doing, the North's possessions are going to get limited, Doug, unless they can get off the field. So that didn't work for him that time, and you always want to showcase everybody, but you also want to move the ball. So second down and 10, lone back, Zabel, they give it to him, crashes off right tackle, and a minimal gain. And when he's the only guy back there, sometimes it's a little easier to keep your eyes on him when you're running that fear. A gain of a couple, it'll be third down and eight at the 18. Yeah, Doug, that time they gave it a little different look. Uh, where they went two by one. They didn't attach the tight end, and they're not going to have as much success there. When you attach the tight end, you force that defensive line to get in a one-tech and a three-tech where you create the extra gap. Without a tight end, there's no extra gap. Four wide on third and eight out of the shotgun is Schmidt. He'll take the three-step drop, throw right over the middle, man wide open at the eight-yard line, breaks a tackle, and getting to the five is Shea Wyatt of Millard West, first and goal. Yeah, that, and that was a really nice pass. Just uh, ran a little button hook out of the slot right yes. and was wide open. Yeah, you just run that hook into that big zone where, you know, we're in, in that 4-3 in the middle of the field. You're going to have some bigger zones, and that's exactly what you had there uh, in that situation. Now, we'll see what, what they come back. It's first and about, well, well they're, they're right at the 5. They took about two seconds in the huddle. That means Zabel or Hartwig. It can't be, you know, right. it had to be a simple call. Vinny Schmidt sets him down, first and goal at the five, and there's movement. That's our first penalty of the ball game, and everybody in the North secondary was pointing, and the whistles came out. So our first penalty of the ball game, that'll change things up a little bit now. First and goal at the 10, that's usually the toughest to convert uh, just where you are on the field. Well, especially down here with the offense they're going to run, you know, I think they've got to be a little bit careful throwing these fades. They've tried to throw two, and Kenny's going to get one. If he gets one of those, he'll take it back the whole way. That kid can fly. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Coach Terman and his staff over there probably keep it on the ground the first couple, see what they can do. I mean, see if you can grind it out four plays and get into the end zone. And if you throw on first, then maybe that sets you up for two more throws. So they are going to go three wides, but back to that I formation. Schmidt under center this time, first and goal at the 10. And he will hand it off to Zabel. Zabel gets wrapped up that time, lost the football. It falls forward, but it looks like the South gets back on top of it. In fact, they're actually going to say that he was down before the ball was stripped out. A gain of one to the nine, second and goal. Yeah, Doug, and there again, they were in the eye without an attached tight end. So what you can do then is you only then have five offensive linemen. You're able to put your tackles over the uh, tackles of the offense and then over the guards. You can still even run a one and a three, but you don't create the extra gap without the tight end, and they're not having any success when they do not attach the tight end. Griffin Wenz out of the Islander program with the tackle. Now they spread it out. And Schmidt takes the three-step drop, under pressure, steps up, going to throw it underneath. It's complete at the four-yard line. And once again, he's able to find Shea Wyatt. Gives him a little breathing room. Got about half of what they needed. It'll be third and goal. They'll mark it at the five. Yeah, and Trey Sachs was on the coverage from Elkhorn there. Does a tremendous job uh, making the open field tackle. A lot of times on those crossing routes, the guy can slip the coverage and get uh, on up the field, and Sachs didn't allow that to happen. The official's going to slide the ball forward to the four as they remark it here. So third down and goal at the four. Split out wide to the right is Shea Wyatt. To the left is Christian Banker. They'll go back to their base I set here. They'll slide the tight end in red arms to the left side. Third and goal at the four. Vinny Schmidt takes the snap, hands it to Hartwig, right up the middle, and he got stuck at the Sacks. two. It looked like he was no. getting into the end zone there that time, Larry Baker, and making the stick is going to be Stephen Hills out of Hardington Cedar Catholic. So the Class C young man comes out there and makes a big 
stick, and that was a collision because Hartwig had got his two steps. He was at full steam, and it's fourth and goal inside the two. Yeah, that was a thump. I mean, it looked to me like he'd slipped it and was going to get into the end zone. That was a big shot there. They're going to go for it. Fourth and goal just outside the one, and now they're going to go ahead and burn a timeout here, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you, member FDIC. A fourth and goal just inside the two with 2.23 to go in the first quarter for the South, a long drive. They've had it for over seven minutes. Can they take it in? We'll find out next. Are you tired of settling for average when it comes to your grain marketing? Would you like to get the high price of the day instead of the average price? Hello, my name is Celie Holiday, grain merchandiser for Aurora Cooperative. If you answered yes, we would like the opportunity to speak with you about our new high of the day contract. This new contract option will help you get your 2017 grain marketing efforts started off on a high, which will improve your farm's profitability. To learn more about our high of the day contract, call your local Aurora Cooperative grain merchandiser. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, your future. Buy Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Well, the timeout taken by the South, and they are still lined up to go for it here, but they've spread it out a little more. Way wide right is going to be Wyatt, and to the short side of the field is going to be Banker in the I formation, fourth and goal inside the two. Vinny Schmidt, quarterback sneak up the middle, and a penalty flag. Not sure. I don't the- see anybody signaling touchdown either. No, and, and the quarterback sneak there makes sense, Doug, because the center's not covered. Yeah, you cannot play goal line defense. Right. And I think that's what the flag's going to be. Probably you can have an illegal defense. Well, I think what they did is it looked to me they're, uh, the one of the safeties, Doug, was like an outside linebacker. He was walked all the way down. Well, the ball is marked where the nose is touching the goal line. But they have not given a touchdown here. Yeah, so they, let's see what the penalty is. They needed to make a call, I think. And the coaches want to. Yeah, Hud's get, yelling. They want to give their explanation. Let's find out. Okay, so it was an illegal defense call. That's half the distance to the goal, so it'll go from just outside the one to just inside the one, and we'll replay fourth down. That's that's tough. One of the one of the rules that needs to be tweaked in the Shrine Bowl. You can't get inside the two and then just let them score. Yeah, that's kind of what you got here. The deal is there is, you know, you still so when we talk about a 4-3, you have four down linemen, three linebackers and then there's two safeties or, you know, uh they'd maybe be out on a receiver, but those safeties do have to be back. They were walked all the way down so it looked like a 4-4. 2-18. This drive started with 9:44 to go. <laughs> 2.18 to go, so seven minutes and 30, almost 30 seconds on this drive for the South. North had a first down, held on to it for 2.16. Yeah, I, the, the South's possessions are going to be like this. North's got to find something. They can, Doug. They've got a wide-open offense. They'll be able to do that. Well, now the North will keep an eye on that quarterback sneak. Let's see if Zabel gets the, back, gets the football here. Zabel is the fullback. 
And Braden Hartwig is the eye back in confusion all over the place, and the South is going to take a timeout again. So everything was moving smoothly here, but now a little confusion, and we will have another fourth down opportunity here and goal from inside the one for the South. Our timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We're scoreless at the Shrine Bowl. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you from Foster Field. Thank you to all of our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics all throughout the year. We remind you that in two weeks, it is the annual Sertoma eight-man all-star football game from Hastings. This year, it's an evening game at six and will also include the first-ever eight-man football Hall of Fame class that has a lot to do with the first game played 40 years ago, the 40th anniversary. This is the 59th, but that'll be two weeks from today. Here on Classic Hits, Mike Will and Kang will have the call. Here it is, 0-0, 2 to go in the first quarter. Fourth and goal at the one for the South. Can the North stop them here? They're going to use the same formation but set the tight end to the right side. Vinny Schmidt hands it to Zabel, the fullback. Zabel is hit at the line but able to fall into the end zone for a South touchdown. Yeah, they just went back to what took them all the way down the field. So 2.15 to go here in the first quarter. A one-yard run by Norris fullback Brody Zabel. Yeah, that's his death by a thousand paper cuts. Uh, nothing fancy there. You didn't ever see a big, long run. They had the one pass where they threw the, the stopper out the hook. Uh, but other than that, it was just Beer City. What a drive. 17 plays, 78 yards, 729. The extra point is up. And it is good by Lucas Zalio of Lincoln Southwest. 2.15 to go in the first quarter of the Shrine Bowl. The South, 7, the North, nothing here on Classic Hits. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes. Plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and the full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton. That's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton. And welcome back. Our first Shrine Bowl touchdown of the contest by the South. And Brody Zabel out of Norris taking it in from one yard out. Zabel, seven carries, 31 yards. Braden Hartwig, five carries, 25 yards on that drive. So 12 of the 17 plays on the ground, but they weren't afraid to put it up a couple of times. No, they, they ran one of those passes out of the run formation, and they also got into some of that spread stuff. 
Vinny Schmidt, three of five as the kick is away. And again, it'll be taken at about the two-yard line by Zion Williams. He's up to the 15, the 20, makes another man miss. 25-30, up the middle of the field, still on his feet. They're trying to strip the ball. That allows him to go forward across the 35 to the 38. Actually, Larry, he was falling down. They tried to strip the ball, and it yanked him back up, and he made about eight more yards on the return. So two nice returns here for Omaha North's Zion Williams. Yeah, and they tell me that he wants the ball. You know, he's a corner and, Doug, we were able to call a couple of games of his this year, and he's a really good corner. Uh, but he, they tell me through camp that he wanted the ball. So I think he's going to make the best of uh, or the most of every one of these opportunities. So the second opportunity here for the North All-Stars with Noah Vedrill of Wahoo Newman taking the snap. Four wideouts. Max Mason, the running back, flanked to his right. They'll run that read. They'll hand it to him. He gets to the outside of the numbers at the 40, makes a man miss, and dances up to the 43-yard line. Nice gain of five on the play. Yeah, Doug, and that was just an absolute tremendous job by the uh, South defense there. Riley Homolka out of Wilbur Claytonia. Of course, they were the C2 state champion. He missed the play on the front side and just got the junk done on the back. You know, hustle, hustle, hustle over there and made a big play. Corbin Ruth of Seward also went on it. Second down and five. Quick little step. Drop back and throw that pass out to the left wing and caught by Silvo Johnson of Bellevue West for about four. It looks like he'll be just short of the first down. We'll call it third and one. Much better looking possession, even only though two plays in. Much looking uh, better looking possession here, Doug. Uh, and they seem like, well, they should have a little pep in their step. They haven't been on the field in a while. Yeah, but that's that's one thing that really stinks is when the other team has a drive like that. It's fun if you're on the drive, but not when you're standing over on the sidelines. It's third down and one. Staying out of that pistol is Vedral. He wants to throw, has time out here in the flat, complete to Max Mason. First down and more into South Territory. Makes a man miss at the 45 to the 40, and he'll be drugged down from behind by Kevion Randall of Lincoln East. But a really nice gain on the play, and we have a flag. We have a flag on the... Far side of the field, away from where the play was. I think they're going to say Silvio Johnson maybe was holding out there. I think this may come back on the north. Nope. That's not, that's not what Max Mason is saying. That's right. I'm with Max. <laughs> You're going to get an illegal defense. Our official pointing that way. So you decline the penalty. You take it up there at the 37-yard line. Looks like a gain of about 17 on the play, and that's been kind of good bread and butter to Max Mason out of the backfield here. That's the same play, Doug, and and they're going to stay with that. It will set things up up over the top. You have to be very disciplined, and what they're actually doing is they're running the, the flare, the swing, flat pass out here to Max Mason, and then they're taking Alec Hellis Ellis from Omaha Burke, and he's cracking on the outside linebacker, and it looks good. This time they kind of flip the wide receivers from left to right, right to left on first down and 10. Ball at the 37 of the south, north back to pass, looking to go deep down the left sideline. This could be a jump ball. It's going to be knocked away. If this was a Friday night, they would have thrown a uh, interference penalty possibly, but it's not the NFL, so there's no face guarding, and it's knocked away by Grant Schmidt. Out of Hastings, St. Cecilia, trying to get it to Shannon Brewer. And he just had his back to the ball and was reading his eyes, got his hands up there and deflected it away inside the tent. Yeah, and they had Max Mason again in the flat all alone, Doug. So Vedral looked for him, couldn't connect. A minute seven to go in the first quarter. South up seven to nothing. Second possession for the North at the South 37-yard line. 
Vedral to throw again. Looks right. It's not there. Now scrambles up the middle. Cuts to the right to the 35. And he'll be brought down at about the 33-yard line. And again, it's Randall of Lincoln East that's in there on the tackle. Also, Kowalski from York and Ruth from Seward in on the uh, tackle. Yeah, the South team's doing a nice job. They rally like crazy to the football. But, I, you know, that's only about the second time we've seen Vedral run the North would be wise to use his athleticism, I think, Doug, and kind of cut him loose a little bit. Well, in the playoffs, plenty of people saw Vedral oh run. My. Of course, they beat Carney Catholic in the semis before going on to take it all. Third and six, Vedral stands in the pocket, clutches, wants to throw deep, decides not to, and he's going to scramble. He gets his helmet ripped off, and he's going to be brought down at the 31, and he's going to land right on a flag, I suppose, because the helmet got ripped yeah. off. We're going to see a face mask. He yeah. really wanted to throw that ball, and then I think – he lost where he was on the field and said, am I across the line of scrimmage? And pulled it back and took off. Yeah, and the high school rule there, Doug, is actually where he continued to run. There, And I doubt they'll call that here. They'll just call it face mask. But in a high school, if your helmet's ripped off and you continue to play. They just threw the hat. Yeah. There's now another penalty. If you continue to play, that's a penalty. Really? Yes, and he did continue to run there after his helmet was ripped off. That's not the offensive guy's fault. Well, but they say the play, you're dead. You're out of the play because of a safety issue. You're now running, especially a ball carrier, you're running down the field with no helmet but on. we didn't hear the whistle. There is no, but the rule, it doesn't matter. You're now no longer in the play. Well, you've given me a long time to get crazy now. <laughs> so, like, for instance, a ball carrier is kind of an interesting situation, but if it's a defensive tackle, here we go. Official says personal foul face mask on the defense. Personal foul. Now he's issued, he's pointed towards the defense twice, twice on yeah. personal foul issues. Which is weird because if you throw the hat off, that would have been after the play, unsportsmanlike. Which means you get all 30 yards. Yeah. If, if one of these is a dead ball now, he, he normally would tell us dead ball. And now he'll come over and talk to the North coaching staff. But what the... Uh, Story is, is, this ball is moved from the end of the run, which was at the 31. And, yeah, they are walking it all the yeah. way down there. Now, they don't, don't make a mistake here. You go 15 and you go half the distance. You don't right. go 30 yards to the one. They will mark it off at the nine. I think Ved- like. I'm sorry, Doug. I think Vedral cut his lip open or something. They're working on him. Yeah, uh, Braden Wright from Elkhorn South is in, and Vedral is over on the sideline being attended to. So, And just so everybody knows, Braden Wright ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. You're getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. They are taking a look at some blood up here on Vedral. They will move the ball to the nine-yard line. Looks like personnel stays the same. Shufflebine of Elkhorn and Ellis uh, Burke to the right, and they're keeping... Johnson and Brewer out there to the left side. Max Mason does his job as a running back, and Braden Wright will get his first crack. And, you know, you, you kind of figure you play two series, and then you're going to get the switch up anyway. There's 21 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, I we'll see what our official says. Okay, so what happened was is they called the face mask, and then they called the defensive player for hitting a defenseless player. And I don't agree with that because Vedral was taking steps forward. Vedral continued to run. That's 
Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough. One. That, that'll be one of those that hopefully gets discussed in the rules meetings because now you have an example of it. Uh, it's a it's a freak play that you hardly ever see. In fact, I don't know if that we saw it all last year. So first and goal at the nine. Now the clock will run. So this could be the final play of the first quarter. South up seven to nothing. First and goal for the North at the South nine yard line. First snap of the game for Elkhorn South's Braden Wright. He will take it. And to keep it himself, right up the right hash, gets inside the five, close to the goal line. He'll be short at about the two, but a nice run down to the two, and that'll be the final play of the first quarter in the 59th annual Shrine Bowl All-Star High School football game here at UNK's Foster Field for the great state of Nebraska. The South on a Brody's able one-yard run to cap a 17-play, 78-yard drive on their only possession so far of the game. The South 7, the North nothing, but the North knocking on the door, second in goal at the 2 when we come back. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. Welcome back to UNK's Foster Field. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer, engineer Stacy Johns for coverage of the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl All-Star High School football game from the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. They are honoring some of the UN or some of the uh, Shrine Bowl alumni here between quarters, and uh, they've got a nice little representation, some from the uh, listening area as well. Yeah, you've got uh, the 50-year anniversary team and the 25-year anniversary team, and here comes Coach Terman. Of course, he's the head coach of the South team. This is his 25th anniversary, so he come over to join the guys. That's a pretty good guys there. Oh, this was. Uh, you know, I think I want to say yeah, I'd have to look, but Matt Verzal there just came out. He's a Grand Island guy. I think Grand Island had three or four that year, Doug. Uh, we will have plenty that we will be recapping uh, during the uh, halftime festivities here on Classic Hits 98-9. 7 to nothing. the South leading the North. And our officials, by the way, this year, Jeremy Guilfrey uh, out of Fremont, Leland Miner from uh, Wakefield, Ponca area, uh, Brad Lindblad from Hastings, Alan McAvicka is the line judge uh, today, and uh, back judge is Larry Pesick out of uh, Omaha, and Amakovica out of Lincoln. So those are the guys taking care of the officiating here today. Yeah, and there is, I see, I think that's Chad Detloff down there. He was a Grand Island grad. But if you were to look up that 92 team, Doug, I think there were three or four. You know, now there's a rule you can only have two. Mm-hmm. But I know that 92 team, I know there's two of them down there, Detloff. He played quarterback, and, of course, Verzal went on and played at Nebraska. I want to say Detloff maybe played at South Dakota State, North Dakota State, something like that. 
Well, what did you think of the first quarter of play? Uh, right now, taking a look at some of the stats, the South five first downs, four for the North. Uh, total yards in the uh, football game. You take a look at uh, the South, 56 rushing, 27 passing, 17 for 83 on that drive, 12 plays for 48 yards for the North, 16 rushing, 32 passing. Yeah, it went exactly kind of like how we thought it would go from the perspective of, uh, you know, the South just wants to run it down your throat with a bunch of veer option. It's exactly what they're doing. The North is going to run a more wide open offense, and they've finally got it going here. You say finally going into the second quarter. Well, it's only their second possession. So I do think that the game has gone about like we thought it would go. Well, we are ready to uh, see if the North can get things tied up here. 7 to nothing. The South able to score on that only possession of the football game. Second down and goal at the two. Braden Wright staying in at the quarterback position, and it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of different personnel here in the uh, first snap of the second quarter for the North team. Same wideout, same running back, same offensive lineman in there. I did like the running play with the new quarterback in. You know, Vedral's supposed to be the runner, so you come in on your first play in and uh, let him take off with it. Uh, Braden Wright, uh, that was a really good play call. So we're ready to go here. Second down and goal at the two. North looking for the equalizing touchdown. Out of the pistol, Braden Wright. He'll take it. Hand it off to Mason. Mason stutters. He's going to be hit in the backfield and drop back at the five-yard line. South blew that one up. And first man in the backfield, Sammy Scharf of Millard West, made him pop it outside where there was a trio of South Striders ready to bring him yeah, down. Yeah, Rudy Stouffer's the one that's going to get credit for the tackle. The interesting thing here, Doug, is, is you're getting, you know, we keep talking about somebody after who made the tackle or before. It's They're just really flying to the ball. They're getting everybody to the ball. North no huddle trying to set plays up. They're going to go trips to the right, single to the left for the first time. That single is Brewer. Third down and goal from just inside the five. And Wright wants to throw, has time. Now scrambles to his right, throws it out here towards the pylon. Complete touchdown, North. Silvo Johnson, Jr. of Bellevue West on the four-yard completion from Braden Wright of Elkhorn South. And it's 7-6. to six. Yeah, and Braden Wright did a great job because Alex Kowalski from York was with him on the coverage and on the rollout. Uh, Kowalski just kind of gave up on the play a little bit. Uh, and Braden Wright, or excuse me, Silvo Johnson Jr. just did a great job continuing to work and got himself open right in the corner. Evan Chacon here will try the extra point from Columbus Scotus. Snap down, the kick is away, and it is good. So with 11.15 to go here in the first half of play, at the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl, each team's on the board. The North and the South tied at 7 and just the second possession of the game for the South when we return. Selecting the right insurance company is an important process, and there are many aspects to consider. Klein Insurance has many years of experience to back up their service, so you can be assured your investments are protected. Get your free no-obligation insurance quote on home, auto, business, farm, or crop insurance. Give yourself the peace of mind that so many clients already have with Klein Insurance. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Insurance with service since 1959. 
Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. And we are back here at UNK's Foster Field. It took eight plays, 62 yards, 249, Larry, for things to get tied up. Yeah, and the, the piece here is, is one team was able to go down and score, and the other team ground it out and scored. So what this really, in a lot of ways, Doug, will boil down to is, is the North needs to get a stop. Johan with a knuckleball kick trying to come up to field it is going to be Isaac Larson of McCook, but he threads the needle and it finds its way into the end zone. That was a perfect kick from uh, Shohan of Columbus Cotas. Yeah, and here's here's the deal, Doug. The score is kind of one to nothing in a sense. The South has one stop. The North doesn't, but this is the South's second possession. Now each team will have had the ball twice. The North needs to get a stop here. See if they're able to get that done. First and 10 at the 20 for the South. See if we've got any new personnel in there a little bit here on their second possession. And it looks like Jordan Flowers now will take over at quarterback. Vinny Schmidt of Hastings directed the first series. And Flowers will take the snap, fake the handoff. He wants to go left side. It's strung out again, being held on the outside and pursuing it behind the line of scrimmage, a two-yard loss. And Nate Bartling of Elm Creek was the man that got through there and busted that one up. Yeah, anytime the South has tried to move the ball by moving the ball, they do it east to west before it goes north and south. They're not very good. The North team lateral movement is incredible where the South has had their advantages when they go right at it, and it's really kind of B-gap to B-gap offensive scheme. And making the tackle is Anthony Margot's going to step out there, they say. Second down and three, a loss of three, or 13, a loss of three. They'll hand it off in the backfield, and look at this. Nothing doing right up the middle. How about the North? Coming up big here on the first two plays. Bartling's in there. He wasn't the first to get in there. The first to get in there for the North. Let me double-check. That is going to be Jake Rosiska of Wahoo. Yeah, the key to everything there does was Doug was Malcolm Lee out of Bellevue West. He's playing defensive end. He's the only two-way starter we have today. Absolutely crushed the fullback uh, for the South. They tried to run power and kick him out with the fullback, and he clobbered the kid. And it'll be third down and 11 after a gain of two. Flowers wants to throw the football, looking deep down the right sideline, and it is going to be complete to Christian Banker, and he is hit short of the first down. Again, they give him a monster of a mark. It'll be fourth and one. They pick up 10, but they need 11. Yeah, and Peyton Kinney there, Doug, and that was close. He was starting to play the ball, and then he thought better of it and went ahead and made the tackle, and he's going to make the tackle uh, and keep him short of the first down. Uh, Peyton Kinney, he's probably got one tackle on the day, so the stat line isn't good, Doug, but he has come up big. He's played a big part in this game so far. So it is third, fourth, and they're going to officially call it two. Wind, if any, is about two mile an hour, so it shouldn't affect anything. Vinny Schmidt is actually in as the blocking back, so let's see if there's a fake here on the punt. Nope, there's the snap directly back, and the punt is away by Zelnio. 
And it is going to be taken at the 30-yard line and up the field, 35, 40, 45, 50, trying to make something happen. The jersey is brought down at the 48-yard line and tagged and yanked and brought down there. Good return for Zion Williams. Boy, he's electric with the ball in his hand, isn't he, Doug? And they kick it to him. Gee whiz. They have kicked it to him on a couple of occasions. Well, three occasions Three times. They have kept it away from Brewer. And Williams with a good return to the south 47-yard line. So just that quick. Score, three and out. You've got the ball in South Territory, 7-7, 8-54 to go here in the first half. Yeah, they're in great shape here, the North is. So now the stop we talked about, each team has gotten a stop of the other. First down and 10. And Federal is back in there for the North at quarterback. And he takes a three-step drop, wants to throw deep down the right side. He's got his man at the 10, in stride, touchdown. Haas Smith from Oakland Craig, excuse me, Alec Ellis. Hauls that in from Omaha Burke. Yeah, just a great job. Isaac Larson from McCook was on the coverage, Doug, and it looked like a nine route, and then he just took, and the Burke receiver uh, just kind of bent it inside a little bit like a little skinny post, and the money or the ball was just dropped on a dime, and Alec Ellis from Burke hauled it in. Looked really easy. One play, 47-yard pass, and Shohan in there to add the extra point. And the game changes up in favor of the North with a beautiful pass from Federal. And the extra point kick is up, and it is no good. It was yanked wide left. It looked like the the, uh, snap was a little wide, and when Federal got it down, he wasn't quite able to get it straight up and down, and he just missed to the left. So the PAT no good, 8.47 to go in the first half. The North back-to-back scores, leads the South 13-7 at the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings. Founded in 1954, Burger King is the second largest fast food hamburger chain in the world. The original home of the Whopper. Our commitment to premium ingredients, signature recipes, and family-friendly dining experiences is what has defined our brand for more than 50 successful years. Best of luck, athletes from Burger King. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. Doug Duda, Larry Baker at UNK's Foster Field for the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl. And in just a matter of a couple of minutes, the North... Kicking it off yet again. Shohan boots it deep back to the goal line. Isaac Larson goes three yards deep, and he'll bring it out. to The right side, 10, 15, gets to the 20, and he'll be brought down 21, maybe up to the 22-yard line. Of course, here in the Shrine Bowl, you play more collegiate rules than high school, so you are able to bring it out of the end zone. And the tackle that time by J.C. Nutter of the North team, one of the eight-man players out of Sand Hill Stedford. Yeah, and you're going to go Jordan Flowers here at quarterback again, Doug, and I... He can fly. I mean, this kid can run out of Omaha Central. Of course, he's the son of Leotis Flowers, a former tailback at Nebraska, and another kid at Omaha Central that can fly. I mean, he seems to me like he would be tailor-made to run this option under center, and they had him in the gun two out of the three plays in the last drive. 
Brody Zabel is the lone back as they will put Flowers under center this time with twins to the left and twins to the right. Zabel has their only touchdown. Throw it right down the line of scrimmage, left side to Banker. Complete little wide receiver screen. Gets to the 30 to the 31-yard line. A gain of eight. It'll be second and a short two. Now that's the first bubble we've seen today, Doug, bubble screen. <laughs> oh, there, Max Mason had to run out and get the tee. It's always good when somebody runs out and gets the tee to play late. Usually <laughs> on a Friday night, that's about a seven-year-old that has to run out and do that. Oh, man. Fun times here at the Shrine Bowl, the Shrine Bowl Band, which is also a huge honor. They've been practicing, seems like, as much as the football teams here in Kearney this week. Second down and two at their own 30. They'll hand it off again, and nowhere to go this time for Kip Hergenrader of Lincoln Southeast. Yeah, Malcolm Lee of Bellevue at West again, Doug. He's just making a mess as a defensive end uh, for the North team. He's doing a great job. They have not been able to block him. And when they have tried to block him, they've tried to block him running power at him where they try to kick him with the fullback, and it ain't happening. Nice crowd here at Foster Field. The west side, which would be the home side, is uh, pretty much full. And a good contingent over on the east side. The band setting in the north stadium. Third down and two. Fullback dives. Zabel falls backwards. Should have it. This all depends on the mark. The near official, no. The far official, yes. The far official looks like he's got the better look at it, and I'm sure that Zabel, well, how they mark it backwards. Yeah, uh, Sam Morrill out of Creighton Community, Doug, six foot, two hundred and forty pounder, uh, made the stop there, and he did a really good job. He got penetration, made the hit, and then hung on. Getting the opportunity to play for legendary coach Gene Sewer now up there uh, at Creighton, yeah. and they are going to bring in the chains here to take a look and see if this will be a uh, first down or not for the South. And the mark doesn't look like he has it, Larry. No, I don't think so. Going to be about a football, maybe a football and a little more short of the first down. So now the South has to make a decision. I'd be surprised if they punt, Doug. Their offense sets up perfect for this. And again, you know, you take a look at this and you can't play goal line defense to try to snap it or stop them. So as long as you can get a clean exchange from center to quarterback, you can sneak it forward and should get that yard every single time. I would think so, yes. And you're just you're just a guy short because if they slide the guy over and he's a zero tech on top of your center, well, then you just take it in the kind of A-plus gap, I'll say, to you know the slide that sneak into the B gap. Cody Ritterbush is lining up against the right guard, so I would think that the quarterback sneak would go straight up the middle or left. And Stephen Hills is just licking his chops as the inside linebacker. Look at him there. And Flowers straight ahead, and there's just nothing you can do. An easy first down. They put two backs behind Flowers just in case he needs that little extra shove, which he didn't. He'll get to the 34, and that's a gain of two. Move the chains here for the South. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Like I said, Stephen Hills was licking his chops, but there's just nothing that can be done. 13-7 13-7 to North. They have scored both of their touchdowns here in the second quarter. A four-yard pass from Braden Wright to Silvo Johnson, Jr. with 11-15 to go in the second quarter. And then after a three-and-out, a 47-yard pass from Vedral to Alex Ellis. Point after was no good. Made it 13-7. First down and 10 now for the South. Flowers, again with that little bubble screen in the hands of Christian Banker. And he's trying to make some folks miss. He'll be brought down by Shannon Brewer. After a short game, then he breaks that tackle and gets another couple to the 38-yard line. So about four, four and a half on the play. Doesn't look like much, but 
you do that every time and you'll take it. Yeah, and they just left Shannon Brewer there from Omaha Creighton Prep unblocked, and you just hope he can, uh, your receiver can break the tackle. And Brewer did a fantastic job there, uh, buzzing his feet, running his arms, and just getting him wrapped up. It is second down and six at their own 38. I formation, they'll slide the tight end. Noah Kirchel from right to left out of Dundee County Stratton. And they'll hand to the second man, the eyeback Hergen Raider, off the left side, stacked up at the 40, picks up a couple. It'll be third down and four. Gang tackled over there by the north, who we got off the bottom of that pile this time. And uh, it looks like it's the big man once again yeah. in Cody Ritterbush. Yeah, Ritterbush has done that. They've got him going in there right now, Doug, which they didn't have in the first quarter. And they've kind of bowed their neck, the North team has here. Hudson's got them going. They just were getting mauled up front early, and now that that isn't the case. We had been told that McGore would probably not be able to go for the North, but he's been in there. So a couple of guys that were questionable are in there. They're going to stack the receivers to the right side, run option left side, and this time Flowers is going to tuck it up and get right to the first down marker and should have it at the 45. Yeah, that was a great job. You, know, you always teach your quarterback on that midline option to replace the running back. Don't try to bend that outside, and that's exactly what Flowers did. Once he pulled the ball, he just got right in behind the running back and did a fantastic job. Coming up at the half, it is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll run down the first half stats, the scoring summary, and should get the opportunity to hear from a couple of our area players that are playing in the Shrine Bowl today from earlier in the week in their experience. First and 10 at their own 45. Tried to get it to Zabel. There was a little communication gap. I think Flowers didn't get a clean exchange. No, he wanted the ball back. And he gave it to Zabel, and he falls forward for a couple. It just looked like, yeah, he wanted to keep it, but I don't think he had that clean center exchange, and it's for two yards. And that really hasn't been a problem of the South, except for the three and out on their first drive and this drive. They have been able to pop off that five, six-yard gain, even on second and third and long. Yeah, and they're chewing the field up the way they did earlier now. Back to the eye. Flowers under center. Second down and eight at their own 47, trailing 13-7. to seven. Flowers fakes the handoff, rolls right, looks for the underneath pass. He's got his man at the 40-yard line and stepping out of bounds, Christian Banker. Banker getting some early play here for MVP as they have found him on numerous occasions. And another first down to the north, 41-yard line. Yeah, Banker does such a great job finding that empty spot, Doug, and just getting his feet set. We watched him do it in high school over and over, and uh, he's just doing the exact same thing today. A 12-yard gain, five catches, 42 yards for Banker. First and 10 at the 41. North kind of shouting out defensive signals here. They will put Flowers in the pistol. Three-step drop, waits, throws for it all down the right side for Banker into double coverage, and the ball just floats out of bounds nearest to Peyton Kinney of Grand Island, but double-covered again. Yeah, they allowed the safety to roll over. See, in that, Doug, uh, that that safety can take the deepest to the deepest. What you want to be able to do there in the offensive scheme is occupy that safety with another route. So then your outside receiver is alone with the corner. When you don't, he's able to rotate over, and it turns into a true double. I just don't know how much I'd pick on Kenny. Man, that dude. He, his ability to get himself to the highest spot of the ball is very, very good. Second down and 10 now. Pitch play, left side, and it's Hergen Raider trying to get outside, and there is nothing there. They just can't get it done on the ground right now. South all over it. And do or North all over at that time and getting up off the bottom of the pile, making the tackle 
for the North team, of course, helping out Ritterbush, but it looks like that is uh, Braden Dye of Lincoln North Star in on the tackle. Yeah, and again, Doug, um, the South team tries to take the ball with a east-west start to a play, and the, and the North is just running to the ball too well. Third down and 10. Ball at the North 41-yard line. South trailing 13-7, to 3.45 to go in the half. In the backfield this time, Kowalski from York. He'll be in there as a blocker as Flowers backs up. He's crushed as he throws it up, but he's got Banker down there, and it is incomplete. Again, it just kind of floated in one-on-one coverage with Zion Williams, but boy, did the quarterback Flowers get crushed, and he is just getting up off the field. Malcolm Lee of Bellevue West says, remember me? Yeah, I'm telling you, right now, my player of the game is Malcolm Lee. This guy has made a mess. Now, Again, it's a stat line deal. You're not going to see the fancy stuff, but he has blown things up over and over here since the change here now where um, the North team, this is their second stop, and it's really boiled down to Malcolm Lee coming off the edge all the way around. Well, the South is going to pump the football here in North Territory. They're going to need a little poocher. And getting it up there is El Neo, and he's trying to go with the coffin corner, and it's going to bounce just inside the 10. And maybe the point was actually right there on about the three-yard line. Beautiful punt, 38 yards, no return. The North will be inside their own five with 3.28 to go. They're up 13-7, to seven, and uh, they have shown the ability to get the ball down the field, Larry. The, the question here becomes, and it's an all-star game, you probably do it. It's like, how aggressive do you get here with 3.30? The one thing you know is, you're playing good enough defense. The South, where they beat you in that early drive, it took them a day and a half to do. If you did give them the ball back here, you feel pretty good about things because their offense will move slower. The Blue, can their offense is very conducive to work in 328. I can tell you that. Well, and the South does get the ball to start the second half, so kind of keep that in mind uh, as well. First down and 10, Vedral will empty the backfield all by himself. He'll throw it out here to his uh, flanker running back screen to the 10, to the 15, complete to uh, Trey Sachs of Elkhorn, and he is going to have enough for the first down. Yeah, they just motioned him out of the backfield, so it turned into trips to that side and off the motion. It was just bubble screen to him. He was already at full speed. Really nice play call to get him out of the corner of their end zone. They're out towards the 20-yard line now. Well, really, the last few in fact, all of the Shrine Bulls here in Kearney have been a little lopsided early on. On first and ten, Vedral throws over the middle, and it is in and out of the hands, juggled and incomplete, attended for Dawson Graham for Gothenburg. And what I mean by that, even though we had a couple of games that ended up being competitive, 9-3, 31-26 a couple of years ago in that weather-related one, you know, it was the south early, the north late. And last year, 27-13, the North had jumped out early in that ball game. This has been maybe the most competitive first half of the first five here in Carter. Yeah, no doubt. I, we shouldn't see the rules come into play here like we have uh, in previous years. Vedral takes the snap. He's scrambling under pressure, and now he's got room to run. He'll tuck it up down the right sideline, 20, makes a man miss, and steps out of bounds maybe just short of the first down. One thing about the All-Star game, you always get the benefit of the forward. He stepped out at the 24, but it looks like they are going to mark him just short of the first down. Third and one at their own 24, but getting out of bounds, it stops the clock with 2.55 to go in the half. 13-7 to the North. Yeah, and there again, Vedral's athleticism. I mean, he was dead in the backfield there, and he made a couple of guys miss and then allowed himself to get out and get to running. 
They are keeping sacks in as the running back here. Third and short. Hard count. Little movement along the defensive line. Didn't jump. Now Vedral looks to change the play with 10 seconds to go here on the play clock. Yells it out. Has plenty of time to take the snap. Does. He's going to keep it himself. Try to follow sacks. Now changes directions and gets the first down. That was well defended by the south and really made Vedral work. But when you only need a half yard, he was able to scamper out of bounds and pick up that yard and a half. Yeah, now that they're, they're, they're really getting into his wheelhouse, his athletic piece, uh, which will help them tremendously. The North has won three of the four games played in Kearney. Only in that storm short one two years ago did the South and Doug Goltz of Sacred Heart come away with that 31-26 victory. Yeah, we missed four minutes of that game due to that storm. Man, I, I thought it was more. <laughs> Vedral cranks it up, goes deep down the left sideline, and the catch is made inside the 35 and falling to make the catch is Shannon Brewer, one-on-one with Isaac Larson of McCook, and it'll be all the way down to the 30-yard line, a gain of 54. Yeah, that was straight one-on-one there, Doug. It was a good ball. that uh, They spun it. Uh, great catch. You know, it looked like maybe it was going to come out when he hit the ground, and he... Cradled it up, did a tremendous job. So now uh, the North is cooking. They're at the 30. Noah Vedral looking good. Remember, he's the nephew of Matt Turman, the head coach of the South. All kinds of uh, family-related. And Vedral wants to go to the air again. This time to the right side, there's some miscommunication. Ellis says, that was my bad. And he was covered over there on the uh, South defensive back. That's Kale Kleinschmidt from BDS. But he ran a little stop, and Vedral went go. Yeah, and that's so frustrating because that's how balls get picked. Uh, when you throw the wrong route. So it'll be second down and 10 still all day here for the North, and they've got all their timeouts, 228 to go here in the first half. They lead it 13-7, to and after the 50-yard completion, 54-yard completion, they have it at the 32nd and 10. Vedral going to give it off and take it back from Sachs, keep it himself on the read to the 25, a gain of five. It'll be third down and five. See, by having thrown the ball better here, that uh, – Read option uh, is now open. And Kendrick Parker, uh, Omaha North, is coming off the field, and you hope he's just cramped up, but he's reaching for that left thigh or yeah, back of his hamstring. Leg. Yeah, hamstring which injury. Would tell me it's probably a cramp. He's a giant dude. Of course, Kendrick Parker from Omaha North. He's six foot two eighty. Looks like he's about seven foot seven foot three eighty. He is a big kid. It is a cramp, Doug. So hopefully they can take care of that. He's going to go to Midland University to play football. It's third down and five for the North at the South 25-yard line. Vedral has time, now steps up to run, has the first down just enough as he goes right up the middle of the football field and tackled there by the South's Rudy Stouffer from Kearney High. Yeah, Rudy Stouffer and Kavion Randall out of Lincoln East have just done a tremendous job in there, Doug. And they've got Riley Homolka, of course, from Wilbur Claytonia. He's only 6'3", 265. It's just <laughs> nuts when you look at that, you know. He's just amazing athlete, Homolka is. Yes, he is. Saw him in the state finals. What he's able to do on the mat, he's just amazing. First and 10 at the 19. Vedral looks left, throws it out here in the flat, complete and stepping out of bounds for a, a short gain for the North team is Jake Ruziska of Wahoo. So there you go. You get your first Newman to Wahoo High connection as those teams, that was the only team to beat uh, uh, Vedral this year. Wahoo actually shut him out, which is still probably one of the most shocking results of the entire year. Um, both made the playoffs, both made the quarters, and then, of course, 
Kearney Catholic beat Wahoo and lost to Newman the next week, but they're hooking up here for a gain of six. Second and fourth of 13. Four wideouts. They'll send Sacks out of the backfield, back for a wide receiver screen on the short side here to Peyton Kinney, and Kinney is going to step out of bounds close to the first down. The official says yes. Although they haven't moved the change yet, they are going to now right at the sticks at the nine-yard line. First and goal, a minute 37 to go. Yeah, that was really nice. They had run that play earlier where they threw it to the back out of the backfield. This time they faked it and then just threw the now screen to Kinney. And like we said, we've talked about him as a defensive player, but the kid can run, and uh, he's the right guy to be getting the ball to. First and goal at the nine. Vedral to throw again over the middle. It's in and out of the hands of his intended receiver. And that is going to be Scheffelbein from Elkhorn. Second and goal at the nine. Yeah, he's got to make that catch. And if he does make that catch, does Scheffelbein, he probably runs for a little while. That had the most mustard on it for a short little pass there, and it got up on him on a hurry. Second and goal. You always teach your quarterbacks to throw those balls, Doug, inside there as hard as you can because they're impossible then for one of them linebackers to catch. (laughs) It'll be second and goal at the nine. Vedral. Almost exclusively through the air. Throws into the end zone. The ball tipped and almost intercepted. It rattles in and out of the hands of Grant Bruner of Gretna, intended for Shannon Brewer. It got into his belly inside the one, but the defensive back got a hand on it, popped it up in the air, and almost a big pick for the South. Yeah, Grant Bruner should have had that. Then I think he breaks his hand, smashing it into the <laughs> into the field turf. He was pretty upset there, you know. Yeah, because they're getting ready to replace the turf here, I believe, after this season at UNK. Yep. One thirty to go. Third and goal at the nine. Third and seven for Vedral. Gross in the backfield to block. Vedral looking, looking. Might have to go to Gross. Now throws to the pylon and wide open, unguarded, and uncovered is Alec Ellis for his second touchdown reception of the game. What happens there, Doug, is is the defender loses his focus when they start, when those players, when it breaks down and starts taking time, the defender gets nervous and he finds other space instead of just staying where he's supposed to stay, and Ellis just stood there all alone. A nine-yard touchdown past the second hookup from Vedral to Ellis here in the quarter. 13 plays, 96 yards in 2.06. And the extra point kick from Shohan is up, and it is good. So with 1.23 to go here in the second quarter, the second quarter has been all north, the north 20, the south 7. Still some time to go here for Matt Terman's crew when we return on Classic Hits. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 
Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Sutton, Elm Creek, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Of course, also want to let you know Nebraska baseball is underway with Holy Cross on ES on uh, 1230 KHAS, bottom of the first, and it is scoreless. Nebraska is the visiting team today, so they did not score in their half of the first. Right now, back to the Shrine Bowl, and Shohan will boot it away. This time he's going to go and try and take it down the middle. It bounces off the turf. It'll be taken two yards deep. Oh, he screwed up. He needed to let it go out. It, oh, the poor official. Yeah, they let the they let the North return it from three yards deep. This time it bounced into the end zone, into the hands of Shea Wyatt, who was going to bring it out. And an inadvertent whistle gives it to him at the 20-yard line. So that might actually have been a good thing for the South. That was a slow-developing kick. I mean, it wasn't yeah, line drive no. taken on a run. I thought he was going to kneel on it anyway, but not the case. And Vinny Schmidt. The thrower of the two quarterbacks comes Makes out to the south, so that says Coach Terman wants to try to move the ball down the field here with 123 and one timeout. Yeah, and that does make sense here. Now now you need to you got Banker and these guys. Give it a shot. Zabel in as the blocking back, and it looked like they took off a little quick on the right side. The completed pass for five yards comes out to Shea White, and he steps out of bounds at the 25. Didn't it look like they took off a little early there yeah, on the and, entire right side? Yeah, no question, and it was Shea Wyatt that I thought left early. So a gain of five, stops the clock with 119 to go. Again, Brady Zobel uh, was able to, or Brody Zabel, well, let's do that right, not Brady Zobel, Brody Zabel from a Norris has the uh, only score that completed a 7-minute, 29, 78-yard drive on the South's only possession of the first quarter of play. Schmidt in the shotgun, throws it short, and it's complete, but Wyatt backed up and now won't have the first down. It's a gain of four, and the clock will run. Third down and one, so it'll be well under a minute before they can get it snapped again. Yeah, they ran all hooks there, Doug. Um, and they may measure this. I don't think, no, it's got to get to the 30. And they're, I mean, inches short is all. Grant Schmidt slot right side this time on third and an inch. And Vinny Schmidt looking. He's going to throw it here. I told you. Touchdown, Peyton Kinney. Peyton Kinney jumps it for a 29-yard touchdown return, and the North has scored their fourth touchdown of the second quarter. I'm telling you, Doug, the kids' skills are legit, and you saw they tried to throw a stopper out there. He stuck his foot in the ground, drove the three-step better than you ever want somebody to do it, and straight to the house. I told you, if he got one, it was going to go all the way. That's a dynamite job. They're officially going to call it a 32-yard interception return for Peyton Kinney, and that definitely changes the complexion of this game. We were just talking about how competitive it was, and now back-to-back touchdowns, and the North could be up 20 here if Chacon can knock through the extra point. Yeah, maybe we will get the rules again where you get the ball back after you score. And Chacon's extra point kick kind of pops that one up. But it gets enough, and it is good. So 46 seconds remaining here in the first half. 27 unanswered by the North. They lead the South 27-7 here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. 
For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And the North, they scored twice early in the second and now two touchdowns in the last 38 seconds or 37 seconds, and it is 27-7. Peyton Kinney taking it to the house, a third and one. Vinny Schmidt just tried to throw it out here in the flat to get that first down. Kenny jumped it, and there was absolutely nobody that could take him. He was on a dead sprint when he made the catch. Yeah, he just broke on the ball and was Peyton Kinney. That's what he does. So now 46 seconds to go. Shohan, he's getting a workout out there, ready to kick it away for the fifth time. And that's kind of a low squibber that might go out of bounds, but they're going to take it at the 10 up to the 15-yard line. Trying to make something happen here is Kale Kleinschmidt, and he'll get to the 19 before he is brought down on the play among those over there for the north. Haas Smith, Doug, just was very rude in how he made that tackle. Garris Kerr over there from Arlington as well. Of course, Haas Smith from Oakland Craig was a one-time Ansley Litchfield uh, football player. Now let's see what uh, Coach Terman wants to do over here. He's going to bring Schmidt back in. That would might have seen Flowers run option here, see if he could break one off. Yes. But they put, they'll put Schmidt in in the eye, and it looks like they're going to say, let's get to halftime. He'll turn and hand it off over the left side to Braden Hartwig. He'll get to the 26-yard line. They'll have to run one more play, it would look like, and then get to half in the south. We'll get the ball to start the third quarter of play, so we'll see how that all plays out here. But a lot of things to discuss at halftime as this game really turned here in favor of the North as they just didn't make any mistakes. Really didn't make any mistakes in the whole first half of play. No. They just didn't score the first possession. Hartwig again off left side, runs into the line. He's going to get maybe a yard. He's going to be rolled down there. Will the North use a timeout and try and get the football back? I don't think so. That's Ray Haley of Omaha Benson on the tackle. And that will take us to halftime here in the 59th annual Shrine Bowl All-Star High School football game. The South scored first. After stopping the North, they went 17 plays, 78 yards, and took 7.29. And with 2.15 to go in the first quarter, it was 7-0 South, and they really haven't had any success since then. The North have put up four touchdowns here in the second quarter. The North 27 and the South 7. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We've got plenty to talk about. We'll hear from a couple of the guys in our listening area playing in the Shrine game as well. Stay with us. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of rakes. Plus a great selection of wind rollers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, 
a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And welcome back to UNK's Foster Field on a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in June, the first Saturday in June. Now the new home of the Shrine game has been for a little while. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget we will have photos as well of uh, today's Shrine game at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can catch the podcast uh, at any time after the game as well. Free for you to download and listen to and view when it comes to the pictures at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And uh, Larry, uh, of course, here at halftime, there's many special presentations, and one of those is to recognize the previous year's outstanding players of the game, and uh, one of those near and dear to your heart and one of those near and dear to the Loper fans' hearts here hopefully as well. Yeah, Travis Holcomb, a uh, former player of mine, was a defensive player in the game last year, was able to go down and get recognized at halftime and get his plaque. I see his mother and brother and sister here. Uh, so kind of a neat moment for him. His college head coach is down on the field, and they just took a picture together. And he is a loper. I think he's going to play a lot next year. Uh, he had a tremendous spring and a good good fall, and he's a great kid. And just get him to do his homework and go to practice every day, everything will be in great shape. So Travis Holcomb of Centura, the defensive player of the game last year, Tristan Ducker of Bellevue West, the offensive player of the year last season in the 58th Shrine Bowl. Well, uh, this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, your trash art treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It's the North 27 and the South 7. And, Larry, I'm sure in some aspects, a little surprise. Uh, we thought maybe the South uh, would be able to do a little more than they were able to do. And with what we saw in the first quarter, it kind of played out that way. What has enabled the North to, uh, besides that pick six from Peyton Kenny, uh, go out to this 20-point lead? Well, I think, first of all, if we just talk about the North, uh, they got settled down. I think always veer football is hard to stop initially just because it is so unique and it hits so fast. And so it, it, that, that was tough. But the North got settled down and it really kind of looked prideful in a sense uh, come that second quarter, you know, very Mark Hudson-esque in a sense. We said we thought these coaches would really kind of sh- come out in these teams, and they have today. So from the North's perspective, I think they bowed their necks, and they got their offense going. From the South, they went away from a couple of things. They stopped attaching a tight end. When they were running their veer game with an attached tight end, when they'd set one way, slide to the other side, 
and they were able to run their veer to the bubble, it made a huge difference. Uh, they stopped doing that. They got in a, a few pistol sets. They got in some of those um, two-by-two shotgun sets. And then even when they were in the eye, they started running toss and more power versus veer. So you've got the North, which stepped up their game, and the South got away from what they did in the seven-minute drive. We haven't seen them put that back together again from a play-calling sequence. Well, the score 27-7 to here at the half. We're going to get a chance to take a look at uh, some of the uh, numbers. We also want to remind you that collegiate baseball is going on. We will keep you up to date on the Huskers. And boy, oh boy, Holy Cross 2, Nebraska nothing as they continue to bat in the bottom of the first yesterday against Yale. Yale got under got things underway in the Big Ten. Hasn't looked good from a win-loss standpoint. Now Iowa goes in and gets the big win over number one seed Houston uh, yesterday, but Holy Cross still batting in the first, leading Nebraska 2 to nothing. The game is airing on 1230 KHAS. And we'll have more from the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl right after this. Founded in 1954, Burger King is the second largest fast food hamburger chain in the world. The original home of the Whopper. Our commitment to premium ingredients, signature recipes, and family-friendly dining experiences is what has defined our brand for more than 50 successful years. Best of luck, athletes, from Burger King. People you know. Community people. Agriculture is America's largest family business. It's more than a business, it's a way of life. We believe in it. We invest in it. We make ag loans. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the first-half statistics for you here of our Shrine Bowl, and let's give the defensive side a little bit of love. First off, for the South, they've actually now been out there playing more defense. We joked about that seven-and-a-half-minute drive that the South had on offense, but really the entire second quarter, the North had the ball, and right now Grant Bruner of Gretna leads the way with six tackles. You've got... uh, Corbin Ruth from Seward, Jarrett Mason from McCook, and Kavion Randall from Lincoln East, all with three tackles so far in the ballgame. Ruth also has one-and-a-half tackles for losses in the ballgame. Uh, Rudy Stouffer, we've seen him in there a couple of times, but they've only given him that uh, one tackle. Grant Schmidt from St. Cecilia has a tackle. Homolka has a tackle. Tanner Peterson, a couple of tackles out of Sutton there for the uh, South defense. For the North defense, they are led right now by Braden Dye of Lincoln North Star. He's made seven tackles. And how about Elm Creek's Nate Bartling with six tackles so far and Trey Sachs out of Elkhorn, five tackles. Malcolm Lee, who you've been really impressed with, Larry, out of uh, Bellevue West, has four tackles in the ball game. Uh, the only tackle for loss so far coming from Anthony McGores of Lincoln High. And then, of course, you had Peyton Kinney with the, uh, pick, up, with the uh, pick six. Also has another pass breakup, and that's what we have defensively right now. Yeah, Doug, and actually, you know, when you look at this offensively, we talked about the contrasting styles. Here's really where it's at. The South has run 37 plays, the North 28. 
But here's where it really gets interesting. So only nine less plays. That's not that big of a deal. The Souths had the ball for 16 and a half minutes. The Norths only had it for seven and a half. And they're up 27-7. Yes, I mean, they're, so With we... only one... Def- okay, one defensive score and one one-play drive. Yeah. So that when, explains a little bit. I'm going to keep cutting you off. Is that, that okay? No, you're good. That's, that's where this contrasting style comes in where... One guy just wants to stand there and punch you in the mouth and see if you'll finally fall down, and the other's going to run around the ring and hit you in the back of the head when you're not looking. And that's, that's exactly what's happening here. Almost 10 minutes difference in uh, time of possession and only nine less plays. First half player of the game, Noah Vedral, uh, for, yeah. for the Shrine game here, and that's no surprise there offensively. Uh, defensively, could be up in the air, maybe a little more mixed. I know that you are your favorite, Malcolm Lee, right now. Let's take a look at the offense. On the north side, Noah Vedrill through the air is 10 of 16 for 153 yards, two touchdowns, including, and both of them are to Alec Ellis, a 47 and a 9-yarder. Braden Wright has one pass completion, and he has also thrown a touchdown. That was a 4-yarder to Silvo Johnson. Rushing, Vedrill six carries for 26 yards. Then you have also for the north team rushing a Braden Wright, has carried it one time for seven yards. Max Mason three times for six yards. Receiving Max Mason three carries or three receptions, 28 yards. Ellis two catches, 56 yards, both touchdowns. Johnson two catches, 88 yards and a touchdown. Shannon Brewer one catch for 44 yards. Also for the North, they only had to punt it once. And Hill Thedford's J.C. Nutter, a 28-yarder, uh, down to the 22-yard line with no return. Uh, Zion Williams has a punt return for 22 yards, and his two kickoffs have averaged 37 and a half yards. For the North, uh, they have 10 first downs, 11 rushes for 36 yards, 157 yards through the air, 28 plays, 193 yards here in the football game. And uh, just the one punt so far. Penalties. Had the one for that illegal defense for really a half yard is all that we have there. South has three penalties for 29 yards. Big story for the North. They're six of seven on third down conversions. For the South, eight first downs, 23 carries, 78 yards. Through the air, nine of 14 for 69 yards and one interception, 37 plays. 147 total for the South, 193 for the North. Two punts for an average of 38 and a half yards, three penalties for 29 yards. Four out of nine on third, two of two on fourth down conversions. Your scoring in the first quarter, Brody Zabel of Norris has the South score, a one-yard run. And then all of the second quarter scoring came for the North at the 11-15 mark, a four-yard pass from Braden Wright to Silvo Johnson, Jr., and that made it 7-7. Evan Chacon, the kicks for the North, and Lucas Zalio, uh, the kicks for the South. A 47-yard pass play after a nice kickoff return by Zion Williams. A one-play drive, bedroll to Alec Ellis, 13-7 as the kick was no good. Then a 13-play, 96-yard drive that kind of thought that was going to take us into half uh, with 1.23 to go. Vedral hits Ellis again, who slipped coverage and was wide open, standing in the end zone for a nine-yard completion. The kick made it 20-7. to But then Peyton Kenny, a 32-yard interception return with 46 seconds to go. Shahon has the extra point. 27 to 7, your score in favor of the North over the South here at halftime. Yeah, and just sticking again with the theme when we talk about what we started talking about on Tuesday, contrasting styles. The South dug their two longest plays of the day. 
both pass plays of 12 and 13 yards. Their longest running play, only nine. When you look at the north side, they've got a play of 47, a play of 44, and a play of 16, and their longest run is nine. So when you look at it, the north is getting it done, big playing it out of that wide open offense, and the south is in a slog and is really struggling to to, to be able to bust anything open. It tells me the North is just more efficient right now with what they're doing. Only seven and a half minutes having the ball, nine less plays, but they're far bigger plays. 27 to 7, the North with the lead over the South, and we'll be back with more from the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl All Star Game here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com right after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal with two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back with you here at UNK's Foster Field for the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl All-Star High School football game. Again, in two weeks, we'll be able to bring you the Satoma 8-Man All-Star game from Hastings College. It's an evening contest this year with kickoff set for 6 o'clock. A lot of things going on. The Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association All-Star Duels uh, going on this afternoon over in Grand Island, the Hall of Fame last night. And, of course, uh, there's all kinds of All-Star. The Shrine Soccer Classic will be coming up at beautiful Morrison Stadium in Omaha next week. Uh, some of the guys are going out to Scott's Bluff for the annual West Nebraska All-Star Football, and they have volleyball with that as well. Uh, Minden, once again, hosting uh, their All-Star Games to benefit the Kidney Foundation and next weekend. Uh, that's kind of a cool concept where they have four different conferences uh, come together and uh, play uh, volleyball one night, boys and girls basketball uh, next Saturday. The volleyball is on Friday. Uh, we've had things down in Cambridge. We've got the Northeast All-Star Game. So June is full of All-Star Games across the state of Nebraska. And Larry, some of these guys, they might play three football games this month. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, and some of these guys, if they can, they should. Uh, you know, some of them will go on and play after. But for a lot of these guys, Doug, they're done playing football. They're going to go get a degree and move on or maybe play a different sport. And it is kind of cool. And, you know, Nebraska does it right. Our Shrine game is the the kind of diamond, if you will. But these eight-man games and the, you know, the one they do in Scott's Bluff, you talk to the kids that have come from those and had those experiences, and they absolutely loved them. And uh, a lot of this experience boils down to the dude you meet in camp, and you just get some great friends and – you kind of take your community to them, and their community comes to yours. and So they're just tremendous uh, uh, experiences for these guys. Let's give you an update from the NCAA baseball tournament. Some teams being eliminated today. Indiana has eliminated Ohio 11-2. to North Carolina, who was upset yesterday, eliminates Michigan, the number two overall national seed. North Carolina beats Michigan 
eight to one. Remember, Michigan, the highest ranked team in the Big Ten Conference. Florida State, who was upset yesterday, eliminates Central Florida by a score of six to one. That was one of those where the three and four won yesterday. And Bethune Cookman has eliminated Marist four to two. Xavier stays alive out of the Big East with a three one win over Radford, while St. John's out of the Big East eliminated by UNC Greensboro today by an identical 3-1 to one score. Games that are currently underway in the top of the second, Nebraska, the visiting team, Holy Cross leads the Huskers 2 to nothing. Bottom of the second, San Diego State leads UCLA 2 to nothing. In the third, Stanford and BYU are scoreless. Bottom of the second, Texas Southern 5, Rice 1. In the sixth, Houston 3, Baylor nothing. In the sixth, Arizona and Delaware are scoreless. And in the top of the eighth, Maryland looks like they're going to eliminate Maryland Baltimore County because they're up 16 to 1. And we'll be back with more from the Shrine Bowl where the North leads the South 27 to 7 at half right after this. Hi, I'm Dana Grease, your pharmacist at Sutton Pharmacy. We've been your full service neighborhood pharmacy since 2007. We are committed to working with you and your health care providers to give you the best personalized care. We offer a full line of Good Neighbor Pharmacy products to meet your health care needs. Sutton Pharmacy also offers deliveries to Sutton and Edgar for your convenience. Locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. Sutton Pharmacy. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. Well, the North's going to get the ball to start the second half. Larry, uh, what does the South need to do besides come up with a stop? Yeah, well, I think uh, the the South's going to get the ball. To, to start. Oh, excuse me, yes, yes. Yeah. And and I think the key there, Doug, is just go back to being who they were. Uh, uh, and as, you know, H came up and told us, uh, Doug, Kendrick Parker, you know, does, does this cramp keep coming back? He says from the field level, Kendrick Parker right now is the difference for the North team just road grading down there. So, But I think the South, go back to being who they were. That's going to be the difference for them. If they go back to being who they were with their veer option – they should be just fine. Well, we are uh, about ready to get the second half underway. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Still waiting for the South to make their way out onto the field, so we may have a little bit more time here before the uh, second half uh, gets underway. And, uh, just maybe a little bit more uh, what you think is going to happen here in the second half, Larry. Yeah, Doug, I, you, you know, when you look at it, one of the tough things, 20 points, you know, that's three touchdowns. One of the things the South is going to have to do is maybe find a way. Well, I mean, you could do that by breaking a long run out of the veer, but that's a little more unlikely as to they're going to have to find a way to make one of these scores or two um, happen quickly because the, the, the North's going to score again. I 
I can't imagine they wouldn't. So you're going to have a touchdown or two negated by just the North continuing to score. Their offense isn't set up to come back from a deficit like this, most generally, unless they can get help turnovers-wise. I'm saying if all things stay equal. So uh, as we go, the South's going to have to – they need to get back to being who they are because I think that's what gives them their chance to get back in the game. But they're going to have to be able to have some shock plays as well, too. Well, if you're wondering about Kendrick Parker, he's down here on the sideline dancing oh right my. now. So that yeah. must mean he's in pretty good shape. So we'll get an opportunity to see uh, the best of the best out there again. We do have about uh, the three-minute warm-up going on right here. So let's take one final break. As we said, you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and we'll get the second half underway after this. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy at 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports teams. At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your modeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and the full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton. That's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton. Are you tired of settling for average when it comes to your grain marketing? Would you like to get the high price of the day instead of the average price? Hello, my name is Celie Holiday, grain merchandiser for Aurora Cooperative. If you answered yes, we would like the opportunity to speak with you about our new high of the day contract. This new contract option will help you get your 2017 grain marketing efforts started off on a high, which will improve your farm's profitability. To learn more about our high of the day contract, call your local Aurora Cooperative grain merchandiser. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, your future. Founded in 1954, Burger King is the second largest fast food hamburger chain in the world. The original home of the Whopper. Our commitment to premium ingredients, signature recipes, and family-friendly dining experiences is what has defined our brand for more than 50 successful years. Best of luck, athletes, from Burger King. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. And we are back here at UNK's Foster Field, getting ready to get the second half underway for the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl All-Star High School football game. It is the North 27, the South 7, a really good first half uh, for football for Noah Vedral here, and most of that coming in the uh, second quarter of play. But can the South uh, get things rolling here? And and what does uh, Coach Terman do as far as quarterback? Does he get Flowers in there, or does he stay with Schmidt? Does he feel that he has to put the ball in the air to get back in the football game, or does he want to uh, get something established on the ground here, really kind of like the North did to turn things around and get their offense going? Yeah, I, and I think that's the deal. Schmidt has thrown the ball okay, uh, all short stuff, you know, no long stuff. 
it would be interesting to see Flowers running it, Doug, and and run some of that real optiony stuff. You know, everything they've done has been pretty well give. You'd like to see maybe Flowers get on the edge with a tailback in a pitch situation, uh, and I think they could have some success with that. But I will say the North has done again when you know you start talking about that. The North has done a good job getting to the perimeter with multiple bodies. Well, the uh, team's coming back out of the field here again. Mark Hudson, the North team. Uh, as far as guys from our listening area, there's plenty on both, but really the South probably has a couple of more. But Peyton Kinney with the pick six and Griffin Wens from Grand Island, Nate Bartling second on the team in tackles. So, uh, and Dawson Graham uh, for Gothenburg as well. Uh, he's been out there, had one kind of slip through his hands. But, uh, you know, when you talk about the two Grand Island boys and Bartling, uh, as far as the local talent on the North, they've all been big in this game. Yeah, Bartling's having a great game, Doug. Uh, they're running the ball inside to him, and he's not giving up an inch, and that's what you've got to do. Again, nice to see not only is he an area kid, but he's a Class D kid that stepped in here with all the big boys, and he's going to play a lot of football on this field before it's over, Doug. He's going to be a loper. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope he plays a lot of football. As we get ready to get the third quarter underway and ready to boot the ball away is Evan Shokan for Columbus SCOTUS. I think he could probably come out here and bomb a 50-yarder. We've had a couple of uh, great kickers from SCOTUS here over the last two years in the Shrine Bowl. And back to receive it for the South again is Shea White. He's actually got – he's at the one, and he's got two up men at about the five-yard line. So let's see if Shohan can nail this through the end zone. It will be returnable. Wyatt takes it at the two on the right hash, up the field to the 10, 15, and he's going to be brought down at the 20-yard line by Dawson Graham. Yeah, Dawson Graham does a great job there out of Gothenburg. Boy, them guys came down like bullets there, Doug. That was Swede. Or a Swede. Gothenburg Swede, yes. Uh, that was Swede. This oh, time, Shohan goes back and gets the kicking sweet. team. Now I got it. First down and 10. Mark him right at the 20. And it will be Flowers, Jordan Flowers, to come out and start the second half here. Now, Christian Banker... Uh, maybe we should know. We don't want to overlook him. He had a really good first half, five catches for 42 yards, and then the other four went to Shea Wyatt out of those nine completions. Line up in the I formation. Flowers, toss sweep to Braden Hartwig at a Lincoln Southwest. He bounces off one man, lowers his shoulder at the 25, runs hard to the 29, and the South comes out and says, let's go get some. That was a big boy run, Doug. He was stopped at about a three-yard gain and just brought the thump three different times there. And there is a flag at the end of the play. Well, I think it looked, the south was, yeah, motioning like it was a face mask. The whole sideline was upset. Well, once kind of once you get off initial contact there and you lower your shoulder and run a guy over, people just start to reach. They think you're going to be knocked down, and we haven't had very many penalties in this game at all. In fact, that's only the second one on the north, and that's what it will be, a 15-yard face mask that takes the ball all the way out to the 44-yard line. So a good start here for the South. Well, yeah, and on a single play from scrimmage, Doug, that's the biggest play that uh, the South has had today. Fifteen. I mean, that's a that's a pretty big deal. And it is first down and ten at the forty-four yard line. I will make an observation here as we start the second half in just a moment uh, about what's going on with the crowd as they go fullback dive here and still continuing to run hard as Brody Zabel and he's going to get into North Territory at the forty-nine. A lot of the crowd, um, not a lot, what, a third of the crowd because of some of the presentations at halftime, the band's not sticking around for the second half. That's unfortunate. Well, yeah, the band always leaves at halftime. All their parents come 
because a band camp has been here all week. So this is oh, yeah, when they get to travel go. to do too. I get yeah, that. But the fans, that was interesting. Maybe they were just here to see band members. Maybe that was part of the crowd. So it'll be second down, call it three at the north 49-yard line. And Flowers will give it to him again. Fullback dive, first down to the 43-yard line for Zabel. Now this is exactly what was going on in the first quarter. You see the attached tight end. It's just old-school 21 personnel football. And since they've done that here, the South team has moved the ball, Doug. Will they stay with it? Again, they're very successful. First time they touched it in the first half. Took 17 plays, 78 yards, 729. Now they probably won't be able to get it back into the game or at least catch up with those kind of drives, but they are moving the ball. Noah Kirchel out wide to the left side, banker to the right, toss sweep, trying to get to the outside. Hartwig finds the corner, lowers the shoulder, 35, and has to be pushed out of bounds close to the 30-yard line by Stephen Hillis of Hardington Cedar Catholic. But right now running hard is Braden Hartwig from Southwest. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, Doug, he is tough. He brings the thump when he runs. I mean, he got to the edge there, and there really wasn't any room, and he just lowered his shoulder and made room. It was a really, really good run. Well, again, remember that Austin Stewart, we were hoping to see a little bit of him. He is out today with an injury, so he will not be playing in the football game. And here's a little Bubble screen out to the man that's had a lot of them, Christian Banker. He gets a short gain inside the 25, maybe right out at the 25-yard line, a gain of seven. Yeah, and that time they took the number two receiver and uh, did go block the corner. They'd been throwing that bubble and had been leaving Zion Williams unblocked. That time they blocked him and picked up a little more. You score right off the bat here if you're the South and you feel good about yourself. So let's see what they can do with Hartwig taking a majority of the yards on this trip down the field. They leave him in there, back to that eye set. They're going to go twins to the right side. Haven't seen this formation very much today as Flowers on second and three. Just going to pitch it to Hartwig, trying to get outside again. First down, but we've got penalty flags coming, and I think you're going to have your first illegal block or hold on yeah, the outside. It's, when you t- run toss to the twins, Doug, it's tough because one of those receivers will always get stuck on a bad leverage and it leads him to hold, and that's exactly what happened there. The leverage ends up poor with one of those guys, and they don't move their feet fast enough. Their feet get a little heavy. Well, Hartwig is going to play football at Drake University. Tied the school record for most touchdowns in a game with five last year. Outstanding track athlete, which you can probably take from a lot of the running backs in Class A. So the hold will move the ball back to the 35-yard line. Second down and 13 for the South at the North, 35. Ten minutes to go, third quarter. First drive of the third, 27-7 North. Out of the pistol is Jordan Flowers. Both backs flank him. Fake the bubble screen. Wants to go deep down the field, but nobody went. Now Flowers, he's hit. He fumbles the football. It's bouncing on the turf. And the South is going to cover it over there at the 41-yard line. That double pump by Flowers ended up costing him as he got waxed. Yeah, the bad thing is there they they had a great scheme. The number two receiver didn't run his route. That's what happened there, Doug. They pumped the bubble, and then they were going to pull it back up to number two going up the field. They had blocked the corner there, uh, which is a pretty normal play. Then they just slipped off the block, but he stood there. So Flowers gets absolutely greased. 
I mean, and he got hit hard. Now it's going to be third and about a county and a half. It's going to be back to the 41-yard line. So third and 19 on what was second and three, and Flowers is still down. They just got the wind knocked out of him. He's setting up, and the trainers are taking a look at him. With 9.39 to go here in the third quarter, our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations. And Carney also locally, Jackson Bernie, was ill and not able to play in the game today out of Holdridge. We talked about Stewart being out with injury and a couple other guys, but Bernie out with an illness in case you were wondering why you hadn't heard his name yet today. 9.39 to go here. And it looks like it won't take long to get back out on the field and run a play, but they'll have to bring Vinny Schmidt back in at quarterback. Yeah, and I, I, I don't expect to see him change the offense much here. They've just gotten in trouble when they've tried to throw it a bunch today, and they're going to go two-by-two two out of the gun. Well, you have two philosophy: Take the shot at the end zone and punt, or just try and get something short here and set up fourth down and manageable. Third and 19. Out of the shotgun, Schmidt, three-step drop. Now rolls to his right, steps back into pressure. Wants to throw, has to run, dives inside the 40 to the 37-yard line. It's a gain of four. It'll be fourth down and 15. Good coverage down the field by the North defense. There was nowhere to go deep. They had about a dime package in there and uh, still were able to put pressure on Vinny Schmidt. Yeah, and Malcolm Lee from Bellevue West does a great job there. Once the you know He's rushing from his DN spot. Once everything broke down, he had the wherewithal to just, you know, a lot of times those rush ends will stop and watch it. And as Schmidt started to run, he got on his horse and went and tracked him down. So they will line up to go for it here on 4th and 15 at the 37 in that no-man's land area. Schmidt out of the shotgun. Has to take that shot down the field. Rolls right, rolls right. He throws, looks for the end zone, and overshoots Christian Banker. He was hit as he threw it, and they are going to call roughing the passer. Yeah, Haas Smith came in and blasted him, and it it, it was late. Uh, I could see him trying to catch Schmidt, and I saw the contact just as he got rid of the football. It was close, but the ball was definitely gone, and now Schmidt is on the ground, and Flowers will be able to come back in. He, he yeah, lost his breath. On. But now you got Schmidt that was nailed, and we're starting to see a little more physicality here. Yeah, whether we, I mean, the penalty was close enough. Like, I don't have a problem with the penalty being called, but that was not a dirty play by Haas Smith by any means, I don't think, do you? No, no. Tough, tough one there for the North because you're trying to, you know, hey, Haas Smith's trying to get in on a tackle. Uh, yeah. You got this many guys, they're all all-stars. Everybody wants to get a little something there, and and the ball was going to be incomplete, and the North would have taken over. Instead, now the South will continue their drive. First down and 10 at the North 22-yard line. But both quarterbacks now here. But don't worry. There's there's guys on these teams that can play. You know, Grant Schmidt did a pretty good job. There's lots of guys that have played quarterback. But You know, you know who really didn't want to hear that call was Kevin Asher. Yeah, that's right. The uh, <laughs> baseball coach over at Hastings. Because Vinny told us earlier in the week, he said, if the Shrine Bowl gets over early enough, I might go play in the baseball game tonight over in Hastings, and I'm sure they were looking at him to pitch, if not tonight or tomorrow, probably tomorrow, give him a little rest. But looks like his back a little sore. He walks off under his own power. Should be okay. First and ten, and they'll pitch it out here to Braden Hartwig, and Hartwig is strung out and nowhere to go. 
Bartling from Elm Creek just does a great job. He moves laterally down the line of scrimmage, sheds his guy, and then puts the thump on Doug. That's, what, seven or eight tackles for him now. Bartling is playing a great game. I'll bet you Bartling say, man, if Malcolm Lee was next to me all year long, look out. <laughs> you again, said it. Elm Creek was 10-0 and before losing to the eventual state champ in Burwell, so... They had a great season there. He had a great career the last three years for Elm Creek. I know the year before wasn't the record they wanted. And there is Lee again in to swallow up the fullback, Brody Zabel. That's one of the least amount of yard gain he has had on any touch today. It's about a yard. And after the loss on first, he'll get that back on second. It is third and ten at the 22. Yeah, and the tough thing is there, Malcolm Lee's playing DN. You read the interior guy. You anticipate your tackle getting that taken care of. That doesn't happen, and Malcolm Lee just comes down and puts the thump. Third and 10 at the 22. Flowers out of the pistol. He's got Zabel to block. Three-step drop. Looks for the end zone. Got hit as he threw, and the ball is on the ground. Incomplete, and again, great pressure up the middle by Nate Bartling. He's also getting some help over there by Lee, but uh, they are just coming right up the gut. You know, we heard from Coach Hudson on Tuesday, and he did say that he thought his D-line was pretty good, and he absolutely thought that Nate Bartling was a guy that really stuck out to him. Give some credit to Sam Morrill out of Creighton. He was right there as well, and they are going to attempt a field goal here on 4th and 10 by Lucas Zalio. Zalio is going to try the 39-yarder ball on the left hash. Win not a factor. Can't really rush, so the kick is away. Plenty of leg, and it is good. So the opening drive took four minutes and 39 seconds, and they're able to get three points out of the deal. A 39-yard field goal with 7.21 to go here in the third quarter. It is still the North 27, the South 10 here on Classic Hits. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. 721 to go here in the third quarter. The South gets three points on the board, and it's a start, but uh, they're still down three scores, Larry. Yeah, it, I mean, it, that was a nice drive, and then they just got down there and really sputtered uh, Doug to hold it for half the quarter and only come away with three, somewhat of a disappointment, I think. But you're right, uh, Kendrick Parker, he's down here performing again. He's John with the fans all the way at the opposite 25-yard line from where everybody else is. So he must be feeling okay. Don't know what the holdup is here, and we're bringing all the guys back over to the sideline again for some reason. So uh, while we do that, we want to say thanks to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics throughout the year. Remind you that coming up in a couple of weeks, we will have the eight-man all-star football game from Hastings 
kicking off at 6 o'clock, keeping an update on what's going on out in Corvallis, Oregon. It is the top of the fourth inning in the elimination game. It's still Holy Cross 2, Nebraska nothing. Nebraska is the visitor. Holy Cross scored two in the first. Nebraska has managed just two hits so far in the baseball game. That can be heard on 1230 KHAS if you're out and about and listening on air today and wanting to listen to Nebraska baseball. If the Huskers win, then they would play tomorrow against the loser of the Oregon State-Yale game, which comes up tonight at 9 o'clock. Well, you wouldn't have to see the pitcher again from Yale. <laughs> have to figure something out. And it would definitely be disappointing. Nebraska, I mean, they're the Big Ten champ. You say what you want. They won the Big Ten Conference. And it would be disappointing to end the season 1-4 and four yeah, no over question. the last five games. 0-4 over the last four. And we're ready to go. Chacon's kick bounces. It is taken out the one-yard line by Isaac Larson of McCook. He's up to the 10, right hash 20. Gets a little seam, hins and spit away as the O'Neill defensive back, Jason Holubek, is able to put a little licking on him as he gets out to the 26-yard line. First and 10 here. For the South, and again, my apologies, we're into that rule where the South's going to keep getting the football. I thought we had to have one more score, but that is true, so the field goal keeps it here. I think the number is 11. So the South's going to keep getting the ball here. If they score and make it 27-17, then the North will get the ball back. Yeah, that's right. They try to keep it competitive, but it really hurts when, when I say right now you're a North offensive player. <laughs> yeah, and you just don't get a play. So the South with the football, and Vinny Schmidt, after taking that lick, is back into the game. He's under center this time. Twins to the right side, pitch to the left side. It is Kip Hergenrader of Lincoln Southeast to the 30-yard line, scoots to the 31, a gain of five. So that's, again, one thing that we probably didn't emphasize enough uh, at halftime is that the South, if they scored, was going to have an opportunity to get the ball two times in a row. You do have to score. It makes sense. That probably played into them kicking the field goal, Doug. Uh, was to make darn sure that... Get points, they were going to get the ball back. Yeah. Second down and five at their own 31-yard line. Personnel hasn't changed a whole lot here on either side. A little miscommunication here as Red Harms of Crete lined up in the wrong spot. Now Schmidt gets him where he needs to be. Under center, out of the eye still. Pitch play to the right side. And a halfback pass. It. It's a flea flicker. Schmidt going deep. He's looking down the field for Shea Wyatt, who's covered it and is picked off. The yep. second interception of the game against Vinny Schmidt, and that one is going to be picked off by J.C. Nutter of Sand Hill Stedford, D2 going up against A. Yeah, you could tell there, Doug, that it was going to get thrown because the guard pulled and he was shuffling down the line of scrimmage looking for work. He never turned up field on that toss. That's why I said he's going to throw it. Uh, I thought the back would throw it. I didn't think he was going to pitch it, but you could see the the two pullers never got upfield. They were kind of moving down laterally just looking for work. And, again, it's been like a couple of plays we've saw today so far. It was there, and I don't want to say it wasn't executed, but it looked like on the pitch back to Vinny Schmidt, he didn't get it clean, so he had to set it, and then the ball was just a touch underthrown, and really you couldn't utilize the speed of Shea Wyatt, and Wyatt probably didn't get up as high as he would have thought. As they hand the ball off to Max Mason, the Scots Bluff back probably going to get a little more work now with the lead. He'll come to the left side and be pushed down at the 40-yard line. Gets a nice seven-yard gain on the carry. Yeah, we really haven't seen Mason since the first quarter. Get a timeout here. And a little slow to come off the field here for the North is offensive lineman Mason Bogarts. 
So Borgatz is going to check off, and they'll get him subbed out for him. And now here's where kind of that psyche plays into it. It's been a long week and a warm day, not too bad with a little wind picking up here, but now you've got to make some plays out there. And Vedral will keep the ball. No, it's going to be a Braden Wright in at quarterback, and his, he is gang-tackled up the middle. There will be a penalty flag up to the 44. As the play stands, it'll be a first down. And let's see what our referee says. He says it's going to be holding on the offense, so that'll back it up 10 yards, and it'll make it second down and 12. Yeah, and you don't want, if you're the south here, just you want to kind of put the game away. I think another score. You I mean the north. Or the north, excuse me. I think, I mean, there's still six minutes left in the third, but I think they could. You don't want to get sloppy now. And the south, and I guess this is probably how the teams were built a little bit, but the north has really laid the wood defensively a lot more than the south has. So can the south come up with a big defensive play here? to get that football back, make a good hard tackle, uh, maybe get a pick if they decide to throw the football here. Uh, need, need kind of a, uh, an eye-opening defensive play from the South. You're right, Doug. The South hasn't done anything defensively that's wowed you at all. So Braden Wright, who hasn't played a whole lot at quarterback so far in the game from Elkhorn South, takes the snap on second down and 12. He'll roll to his right, has time, rolling, rolling, throws back against the grain, and he overshoots Silvo Johnson Jr. In fact, Silvo... It was overthrown enough that he pulled his arm back down because he wasn't sure if it was for him or not, and he was wide open in the seam there at the 48-yard line. It'll be third down. Yeah, he'd come from the left hash all the way to the right, running that crossing pattern, and that was just RPO. That was run-pass option there, and uh, he needed to hit him. He was wide open. So big play here as far as the competitiveness of this game. North 27, South 10, 5.49 to go in the third quarter. South gets a stop here on third and 12. They get the ball back. Four wide outs, ball on the near hash. As Braden Wright stays out of the shotgun, takes the low snap, three-step drop, looks left all the way, little hook pattern, and it is over the head of Shannon Brewer, who then took a shot from Grant Schmidt yeah, of Hastings St. Cecilia. think he would have been just short of the first down, but Schmidt wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to get the first. Incomplete in a punting situation here. And it looks like J.C. Nutter, who's only had to punt it once and just came up with the pick, will be in there to punt the football away for the North. Yeah, Doug, and it was uh, really a class play by Schmidt. He blasts him but didn't wrap him up, didn't drive him into the ground. Wyatt back here on the near hash for the North. Can they make it happen in special teams? The North has done well. Can the South do something? They'll rush the punt. Nutter, nice, high spiraling kick. Hangs up there, taking it at the 27-yard line by Hergen Raider. He'll try to get all the way to the far sideline, which is the south, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at the 37-yard line. Nice pick, uh, putt by Nutter. Decent return, and the south will have okay field position at their own 37-38 yard line. Yeah, and Theo Bloom uh, there from uh, Bishop Newman. Wahoo Bishop Newman did a nice job making that tackle. He was working his way to the edge. 43-yard punt, 11-yard return. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker with you here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, UNK's Foster Field, Ron and Carol Cope Stadium. Five and a half to go, third quarter of the 59th Shrine Bowl, North 27, South 10. Flowers, Jordan Flowers, the quarterback, under center. Ooh, he wanted to hand it to the fullback, and the fullback took it when he shouldn't have, and they just all stack him up and push him back. Flowers was trying to yank it back. 
out of his fullback's hands, and I want to pick up the number because I believe that's the first time that Dundee County or uh, Alex Kowalski of York has carried the ball, and he wanted it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's Flowers. You haven't had any of those issues with Schmidt and with Flowers. That issue has come up a few times. So a loss of two, second down and 12. I think it's pretty easy to see where the difference in the game is, and it's up front. I mean, the North is North is getting the job done. South having a hard time. Will they just rely on going back and chucking it? Flowers hands it to his eye back. Nothing here up the middle for Hergen Raider, so he pops to the left side, and Dawson Graham will trip him up after about a four-yard gain to the 39-yard line. It'll be third down and eight. Yeah, again, just, you, you know, you, you pointed it out on this last series, Doug, um, when the North had the ball. We just haven't seen anything defensively that's jumped off out of the South. And just again, you see the North there. They just bring a little extra um, on defense, it seems like, on every play. And, you know, they're physical. They've flown to the ball. And it really has started with those two D linemen. So a big third down and nine here. South needs to keep possession of this football. Jordan Flowers under center takes the snap. He'll roll to his right. Still rolling, looking back to his left. Has some pressure, and he is going to be sacked. And it is Hollenbeck of O'Neal. He kind of came back there and just got him off balance, and Flowers tried to cut back against the grain and fell to the ground. A loss all the way back to the 26. He wanted to throw back to his left after rolling to his right and just couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, Hollenbeck did a great job there, Doug. Uh, He maintained his composure. A lot of times when you get a guy on the run like that, you lose. Now he had Malcolm Lee in his back pocket if he does screw that up. But a lot of times when you get that free run on a kid, the kid squirts by you, and Hollenbeck didn't allow that to happen. A loss of 14 in a putting situation for Lucas Zelio of Southwest. Fourth and 22 at their own 24-yard line. North a little late running a guy on, but they get him out there. Haas Smith says, I'll play. Punt is away. It's going to bounce at the 40, and then it takes a north bounce the other way to the 42-yard line. So 26 and 8, about a 34-yard punt, and the North will take over with 3.07 to go in the third quarter, already leading it by a score of 27 to 10. All of the North points coming in the second quarter of play, and Noah Vedral, who had himself a heck of a first half with 153 yards passing, 26 yards rushing, two touchdowns, both to Alec Ellis. You know, they want to let the people see him a little bit. He's got a chance to be your offensive MVP. I'd get him back out in the game, too. Yeah, you feel for uh, Braden Wright. He hasn't got a chance to play much, but Vedral's the one that's been making it happen, and they're going to go trips to the left side and put uh, Williams out to the right, and Vedral fakes the pitch, now wants to go back to the right, and nothing there. Among the South members is Grant Bruner of Gretna, who led the team in tackles in the first half. Also in there, I think Kowalski of York helped him out. And how about Tanner Peterson of Sutton getting in there as well? Yeah, Rudy Stouffer took the pitch man away. That was very well defended. That was just going to be speed option to the trips. And there were no options uh, after the South defense strung it out. That was very well played. So a loss of one. It'll be second down and 11 for the North. One of the few times they've been able to get to Vedral. Noah now wants to throw the ball, looking down the field one-on-one. He's looking for Brewer, but overshot him at the 25-yard line. Grant Schmidt again on the coverage there for the South team. Yeah, uh, there is a flag back there, Doug, holding, I think, on the north. Is what that, what is it? What do you think? You take the penalty and make it second and 21, or do you decline it and it's third and 11? 
I'd back them up because it comes into field position uh, when you get the punt. And I guess it just depends on what you're thinking about having an opportunity to win the game. You give them two more plays and and run some clock here. I mean, there's still a lot of time left. We saw, I mean, we saw how many points you can score in a quarter. Okay, and yeah, that, but that was just an avalanche. Twenty-seven. Yeah. You're exactly right. So twenty-seven to ten, the North with the lead. The South got a thirty-nine-yard field goal from Lucas Celio. The only points here in this quarter. So the South have scored on their first possession of the first half and second half. The North scored twenty-seven in the second quarter. So they do back him up, third, second and forever, and Federal has to run away from a sack and throw it as far as he can down the right sideline, and it's going to be knocked away by Rhett Harms trying to get that ball as deep down the field as he could, incomplete. Yeah, and Rhett Harms did a good job there, Doug. Uh, if he times his jump a little bit better, he picks that. Jake Rosiska of Wahoo was the intended target. It'll bring him third down, and they're calling it 28. These kids always jump too soon in high school they got to time that just a little bit better but most generally that was just jumped way too soon and that's what he did there you want to high point the ball and you don't want to try to catch it coming down third and 28 at their own 23 Vedral out of the shotgun he's not afraid he tries to stand in there and he'll throw it out here in the flat and it is incomplete and just getting blown up was Garris Kerr of Arlington and uh, Alex Kowalski of York has made his Mark here a couple of times, and not only do you not catch it, then you end up getting walloped like that, and it'll stop the clock with 2.12 to go in the third quarter, make it fourth and 28. That's another thing about those long yardage situations, Larry. You think you need to throw it, and every incompletion just lengthens the game when you've already got the lead. That's exactly right, when what you're wanting to do is shorten it. So a punting situation now. J.C. Nutter back out there for the north. He stands at his own nine. South should get great field position. They decide to set up the return. A high shorter kick. Backing up to take it is going to be Shea Wyatt at the 36. Just kind of dances to find a hole and really only gets about five yards. And that's what you see from a lot of speedsters. They don't just grab it and start taking off up the field. They grab it, they look for the hole, and they kind of dance a little bit. But when they find that hole... They can take it. I mean, instead of five yards, it's 50 yards, or you don't catch them at all. And that time, well covered by the North. First and 10 south at their own 39-yard line, but work to do down 27 to 10 with two minutes to go in the third. Yeah, and I think if you're the North here, Doug, it's just keep the pedal to the metal on this defense, and you're going to be just fine. Jordan Flowers stays in at the quarterback position with Zabel the fullback. Wide receiver screen, down the line to Shea Wyatt. Again, trying to make people miss. Makes the first man miss. Dances out to the 40. That's about it. It's only going to be a couple of yards on the play. And the only tough thing, you know, they making those guys miss, but every time I always tell my guys, as you're juking and you make that guy miss, there's four dudes running full speed at you that you can't see. I would like to see Shea Wyatt at full speed. Yeah, I, I would, would like too. to see what he's got out of Millard West. Second down and eight. At their own 40. This time they'll fumble the ball on the handoff, and it is loose, and the North has it. It just went right off the fingertips of Hartwig, and the North is able to cover the football and coming off the bottom of the pilot here for it is Cole Wemhoff of Humphreys St. Francis, the second South turnover. Yeah, that was a great job there. (laughs) 
once that ball started bouncing around, it takes some concentration to get it found. That thing was kicking around in the line of scrimmage. The handoff never was seated. Yeah, it was one of those. He turns, he hands it off to Braden Hartwig. He didn't grab it, and it went right off his knee. He's running forward. It comes off his knee, squirts into the linebacker area, and that's where Cole Wemhoff is able to cover it. So you got a couple of uh, smaller school guys, Wemhoff and Nutter, with the two turnovers for North here in the third quarter of play. And if the North manages the ball, that's going to take care of this football game, even with a quarter left to go. Back in is Elkhorn South quarterback Braden Wright. He wants to throw it as far as he can, and again, he's looking for Shannon Brewer. Touchdown. Brewer, too good, got behind Kleinschmidt and takes it in from 46 yards out. Yeah. Second time, a one-play touchdown pass today. Yeah, and that was nice. Braden, Braden Wright got to throw that, so they've uh, each one of these quarterbacks has big played the South defense today. And each one of the quarterbacks has two touchdown passes. Yeah, very, very, very nice job. That'll make it 33-10 to 10 here with 114 to go. In the third quarter of play, and Evan Shokan out to try and uh, hit the extra point. He's got a big leg. Oh, maybe they don't have everybody. Nope, looking for a big guy. It's always good. You line up, and there's this <laughs> giant hole where the guard's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and uh, Borgarts came off injured earlier, and now he he's out there, so maybe that's where they... Mess things up. The extra point now ready to take place. It's pounded up, and it's pounded through, and Shohan has made four of his five extra point kicks. One fourteen to go here in the third quarter of the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl. The North 34, the South 10. Are we at commercial? Stace. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Buy Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. So Shohan has it uh, teed up again, ready to boot it away for the North, who is going to once again win the Shrine game. And uh, the North has been pretty dominant here now since it's moved to Kearney. Yeah, and uh, the North has been pretty dominant today, other than really one drive in the first quarter. There was about seven minutes where it looked like uh, the South could do nothing wrong. That's changed now. A short kick has to be taken by the up man this time in Braden Hartwig. And Hartwig, who just fumbled it, is bringing it across the 35-40, up to the 50 and into North Territory. He didn't really want to field it, but the line drive was right at him. He couldn't get out of the way. And like a hot shot to the third baseman, he took it up the field. And once again, the South has an opportunity here. They had the good field position, fumbled it, one play, touchdown. Now they've got good field position again but down by 
24 points. And if they do score, they're going to get the ball right back under the Shrine Bowl rules. So still an opportunity, but probably not a lot of opportunities left here for the South. And Vinny Schmidt's back in at quarterback. Yeah, and he's in the gun. They're going to have to go from this now. Three wideouts, two blocking backs, including the tight end. Excuse me, not the tight end, uh, Hartwig, and they just throw it out in the flat. Big block as he makes the catch down the sideline. A helmet comes flying off. He's going to make it to it's inside the 35, but it wasn't the catch. It was the block. <laughs> Dundee County Stratton, baby. And I mean bringing the thunder. Nicholas Gray says, you okay? From Norris on the play. Yeah, that was Noah Kreichel from Dundee County Stratton. Holy cow, he just lowered the boom. So good job by Kirchel over there to make it another first down and 10 inside the 40 at the 39-yard line for the south. And Christian Banker out wide to the left. They put Wyatt slot left. Really nobody else has caught the ball today for the south. They'll fake the fullback dive and give it off to Kip Hergenrader up the middle from southwest. He's got a little bit of a hole inside the 30. He'll get to the 26. That's a gain of eight. It'll be second down and two. Yeah, they just ran counter there. That was a really nice job. That was just straight counter. Performed very well. Give some credit up front to the offensive line. They were kind of getting dominated here earlier in the quarter for the south. Coming up over the football is the big center. Brett Cottrell, Vashland Greenwood. Schmidt fakes the handoff, rolls left, wants to throw, has some pressure, has to just shuffle out here to Zabel, who's ahead of him and makes a nice cut to the 20, to the 15, and he's down to the 10, maybe the 9-yard line. That ball only went forward about a yard and a half, but Zabel has been big today for the South offense. Yeah, that was big. He was the lead blocker there, Doug, and there was nobody to block, so he just slipped out in front. It was one of those weird-looking plays where it looked like Schmidt was going to get rolled, and they both came down, and he just kind of pitched it through them. Last play of the quarter. Schmidt rolls to his right, has pressure, steps up in the middle. He is sacked, and there he is again. Malcolm Lee made him eat that one on the final play of the quarter. It'll drop him back around the 13, a loss of four. It'll be second down and goal at the 14 for the south, trailing the north 34-10 to when we get the fourth quarter underway from the 59th Shrine Bowl. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. We head to the fourth quarter of play. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and our producer-engineer back at the studio and Stacy Johns at the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl All-Star High School Football Game. KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com, the North 34, the South 10, and the South threatening again. 
Should be a second down and goal situation, although they do have first down on the scoreboard here. And uh, 34 to 10, your score. Larry, uh, can the South get close enough here in the final couple of minutes? Uh, can they find a way? I don't know. I mean, the thing is, if you look at it, if they get the double shot, go bang, bang, quickly, they're still down 10. I guess is the way I see it. It'll be 24-34. If they can get the touchdown right away, then you're going to get the ball back and find a way to big play. You're still down 10. Uh, I think it's going to be tough. 35 plays, 246 yards for the North, who leads. 58 plays, 217 yards for the South. First downs for the South, 14 to the North's 11. 110 yards rushing for the South to 43 for the North, while the North has thrown for 203 and passed for 107 yards. Some of the uh, other great statistics uh, that we'll be looking at as the game progresses here, hopefully we can uh, give you an update on some of the uh, tackles that we have seen as well. But uh, we have talked quite a bit about the defense uh, is just as impressive for the North here today. Uh, Peyton Kenny has the interception return. Uh, so, you know, you've got three turnovers. That's really the big story here. The South has turned it over three times. Well, yeah, because it was the pick six that then blew it open in the second quarter. Kenny's out of Grand Island. So, yeah, no doubt about it. The turnovers uh, have, have been a big deal. Well, we talk about uh, who we think uh, will, and, and we'll be voting here in a little bit for the uh, game's outstanding player. Uh, you know, Noah Vedrill had the huge first half, but he actually had negative yards there in that quarter because he was 0 for 2 through the air, and he actually lost a yard on a run play. But uh, the North didn't get very many opportunities there. And then you had Braden Wright come in and hit a 46-yard touchdown pass. So they both thrown a couple. And, you know, uh, when you see the receivers, Ellis has a couple, and, and then Wright has a couple reception, touchdown receptions today. Yeah, and Wright's been really good today. He's been uh, done a nice job. But as you look at it, you know, Shannon Brewer, 90 yards in an all-star game with a touchdown is a pretty good day. And Brewer's been pretty good. Of course, he's from Omaha Creighton Prep. And, you know, Vinny Schmidt, you kind of feel for him. He had had a good day, but you got the two interceptions on the side. He's 7 of 11. He's he's managed the game, but he's got those uh, two interceptions in the contest. Let's see what the South can do here. On second down and goal at the 13-yard line after taking a four-yard loss on first down, trying to get another play in before the end of the quarter. Didn't work out for him so well. No. And they're back in that uh, uh, pistol look. She's shotgun, really, the, with a back on each side. 34-10 as the fourth quarter begins. And the south going from south to north. Vinny Schmidt, the quarterback, calls the Canes, takes the snap, Looks right, little hook, and to the corner incomplete. Just trying to get it over to Shea Wyatt. He's covered there by Shannon Brewer. And again, when you look at the receiving here for the South, they went to Banker six times, Wyatt five times, and then out of kind of desperation, Zabel and Hartwig out of the backfield have had it once each. You know, you always say that in one of these games, and there's only one ball and only, you know, all these great players, but... Grant Schmidt, get that dude the ball. Oh, yeah, you got to have more wide receivers. I mean, Grant Schmidt is an incredible athlete. And he's in the slot left, really kind of uncovered here. Third down. Can Hastings hook up? Schmidt under pressure, being chased from behind. He's going to have to run it. Good cut back at the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Vinny Schmidt being pursued from behind by Malcolm Lee. He could feel the heat, and he's able to take it in from 13 yards as the middle of the field opened up. That was a big league cut. 
because Malcolm Lee was breathing fire down his neck. My guess is probably just getting ready to dive and take him down, and Vinny makes the cut, and it's just air. First play of the fourth quarter, Vinny Schmidt takes it in to cut the deficit to 34 to 16, and now with it being a 24-point game, they're thinking three eights could get it tied. That means three touchdowns and three two-points conversions, so that's what they're going to do right here. Zabel lined up at the fullback position. They'll stack the two wide receivers to the right. Schmidt under center, pitches it, gets it to his running back, Hartwig. Hartwig breaks one tackle, dies for the pylon, but he didn't make contact with it. Oh, he just he stretched it and just didn't get it out there far enough, and he's like a two inches short of getting the two-point conversion. Peyton Kinney is a stud from Grand Island. He's got him out there one-on-one, and Kinney makes the big contact to let his, the rest of his buddies get there. That was a big-time play by Kinney. 11.46 to go in the Shrine Bowl, a 13-yard run by Vinny Schmidt of Hastings. The North lead at 34-16, and the South will get it back under the Shrine Bowl rules when we return. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Selecting the right insurance company is an important process, and there are many aspects to consider. Klein Insurance has many years of experience to back up their service, so you can be assured your investments are protected. Get your free no-obligation insurance quote on home, auto, business, farm, or crop insurance. Give yourself the peace of mind that so many clients already have with Klein Insurance. Klein Insurance, 710 South Burlington in Hastings. Insurance with service since 1959. Have an injury update here brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney on that two-point conversion play. Brody Zabel of Norris got rolled up on trying to make a block there for Braden Hartwig, and they're helping him off the field, and that's unfortunate uh, because maybe that's going to be it for him. I'm not sure exactly if it's a rib or if it's more around the leg area, but he might be done, and he's been as good as anybody on that south offense today. Yes, he has. He's been very important to them. So the north gets ready to kick it off again. Again, you have to be within 11 points. So again, if the south gets the ball and they go and score, they're going to get it again. And we saw that a couple of years ago, which ended up making the game get pretty tight before the uh, thunderstorms rolled in and had the game called off. Had somebody in the elevator tell me today, that he thought that if that game would not have gotten canceled, that they were coming back. Well, yeah, well, they definitely felt that way. College baseball, Huskers have scored to tie at top of the fifth. Nebraska and Holy Cross 2-2 on 1230 KHAS. Short kick will be taken by Isaac Larson at the 10, up to the 15, wants to go all the way to the other side, 20-25, and he'll be wrapped up there at about the 28-yard line. J.C. Nutter of the north from Sand Hill Stedford will come in and make the play and I guess that's just the small-town guy in me. Uh, Larry, it's always been that way. When the, when the small-town kids get the opportunity to play in a Shrine game or any of the All-Star game with the Class A guys and they make a play, I probably just bring it up a little bit more. You should. It's a big deal, and I just have to be honest, and I'm not sucking my thumb, but 
we don't get the opportunity. You know, when, well, you're you a know, Grand Island boy. You know what it's all about. You know, now playing, coaching C2. at Centura. You've coached at Loop City. I mean, I had to fight like crazy to get Travis Holcomb in that game last year. And I can't believe the fighting that I had to do to get that done. Hell, he was a defensive player of the game. Yeah. These kids can play football, too. Just because they go to a, a school that doesn't have a huge population doesn't mean that there's not great athletes and there. Nate Bartling of Elm Creek's had yes. a heck of a game. The D players have a couple of turnovers. Here's a fullback dive off the right side. And it's Wemhoff. It is going to be a big run this time for Grant Bruner, I believe it is, right? No, I think – oh, it is. It was Bruner. Yeah. Nah, see, I saw the helmet and was thinking the, the uh, uh, St. Francis. Hell, he's not even on that team. And Bruner with a big run up to the 45-yard line. Nice gain on the play. First down and 10. That's a 17-yarder, and he's in there taking over for Brody Zabel, who they had to take off the field. I'd be okay with this. Let's score a touchdown here and – See this thing get spooky again, and always, you know, and that's part of why this is kind of maybe a bad rule, but the North team's done, right? I mean, they've won their Shrine Bowl. They're celebrating, doing interviews, dancing, and all of a sudden, if this thing gets within 10, you know, they have to play football again. Well, Noah Vedral's trying to stay loose throwing the football over here on the sidelines for something to do. First down and 10 at the 45 for the South. Vinny Schmidt back in at quarterback. Going to go for it all down the left sideline. Jump ball with Banker over through him. Banker trying to shove off on That's Peyton offensive. Kinney. Here comes a late penalty flag. Peyton Kinney would have picked that, Doug, had he not been pushed in the back. Peyton Kinney w- turned. No, he turned to run at the ball. I disagree there. He turned to run at the ball and got pushed in the back. Oh, he did. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it. he turned to make a play on the ball. I just don't think anybody was going to catch that. It was a little high. But that's that's why we argue once in a while. The we per- haven't done it all day. No, we have. This is pretty good. We made the- it all the way into the fourth quarter, and we hadn't done it all day. Dudes that wear purple and gold can do amazing things. <laughs> and Peyton Kinney's a purple and gold guy. 34-16, the north on top of the south here with 11-10 to go. And that offensive pass interference, though, Pushes him all the way back to the 30-yard line. That's a 15-yard penalty. That's kind of a gut punch, isn't it? You know, I mean, you're trying to mount your comeback, a ball that's maybe not catchable, and it walks you all the way back. So with 11-10 to go, we'll run a couple of plays and probably see what the South can do. First and 25. Again, staying in there as the fullback is going to be Grant Bruner. You've got at the eye back, Braden Hartwig and Schmidt. Going to give it to Bruner and the fullback dive all the way up to the 40-yard line, a gain of 10, so they get a lot of what they need there. Second down and 15. Second and 15 is what they'll be able to get done here after the 10-yard gain up the middle. 10.50 to go. So not only does the South have to score, they have to do it somewhat quickly here. And again, as we said, if they score... Then they have to decide what they want to do. They probably go for two, and if they don't get it, then they get the ball back. Because if they put up seven, then we're within 11 points, and they don't get the ball back. Back to throw the ball is Schmidt. Ball tipped at the line of scrimmage and picked off by Shohan, and that's probably going to do it. The third pick for Vinny Schmidt, and that one got tipped at the line of scrimmage, and Columbus Scotus, Evan Shohan, is able to come up with the interception. Doug, I tell you, that was a great job by Shohan. He went up, high-pointed the ball, just did a tremendous job there. And so now you're, you are exactly right. That does do it. I don't know that you're going to see much difference in, uh, well, Malcolm Lee's going to come back out on offense. Of course, you can't. 
It's it. Vedral's coming back out. It's not like you've got a lot of substitutions to make here. You know, the rosters are very, very limited. But Vedral, as you said, he stayed loose the whole time. He's going to be under center. They're going to get in the eye, look for the fullback to get the ball, Doug. And then we're going to get a penalty flag on the play. I think it's because they ran the fullback on. Is that 54 or 64? That's Bartling. That's it's Bartling, 64, yes. No, it's not. No. That's the Creighton kid. That's Sam Morrill from Creighton Community, and he is listed, Doug. Guard, fullback, linebacker. <laughs> Eight man, we can do it all. Yep, I love it. Give him the ball. And you're also starting to see as this game progresses, you're trying to get different kids into different possessions. Yeah. It's really dragging. Yes, it's no, I really do agree dragging. With that. They're running out of the flow that we saw in the first three quarters. Because there's still 10 minutes left in this. 34-16, the north leading the south. And Federal under center. He'll turn, pitch it to his eye back, who gets inside south territory and going to roll all the way down to the 40-yard line, carrying the football now for the north is Garris Kerr of Arlington. Oh, I can tell you, Kendrick Parker's going to have another cramp here. He's done playing. He wants to come over here and hang out. <laughs> well, let's take a break while they take a look at him. It's 34-16, the north. And we'll be back with more of the Shrine Bowl right after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Stadler Implement in Minden carries a full line of Kubota tractors and mowers. Over the years, Kubota has been committed to providing durable and reliable machinery to farmers, construction workers, and everyday people. From B-Series tractors to premium lawn tractors, Stadler carries them. Providing quality doesn't have to be expensive, thanks to Kubota and Stadler Implement. Located on East Highway 6 in Minden, go see Carl and the gang. You'll be satisfied with the service you get. Are you tired of settling for average when it comes to your grain marketing? Would you like to get the high price of the day instead of the average price? Hello, my name is Seeley Holiday, grain merchandiser for Aurora Cooperative. If you answered yes, we would like the opportunity to speak with you about our new high of the day contract. This new contract option will help you get your 2017 grain marketing efforts started off on a high, which will improve your farm's profitability. To learn more about our high of the day contract, call your local Aurora Cooperative grain merchandiser. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative. As we come back to action, Kerr's going to carry it again here for the north out of Arlington and he's going to come just short of the first down make it third down and one 34 to 16 the north leading the south with nine and a half to go here in the Shrine Bowl going to try that to quarterback keeper and it should be enough for the first down inside the 30 of the 29 yard line well three plays now with Sam Morrill from Creighton Community at fullback that one it didn't matter because it was a quarterback sneak but the previous two wow I mean, he just road grades people. <laughs> and I, in those plays, I've just watched him. If you're going to put a six foot, two hundred and forty two pound high school kid at fullback, I'm gonna watch that. And he has just been a road grader, Doug, and I mean it. Don't forget when the game is over, we'll run down the final stats. We'll also let you know who the offensive and defensive most outstanding players will be in the game. Right now, the North has Dawson Graham split out wide to the left, but with some confusion. 
We've got a timeout on the field brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, the North 34, the South 16, first and 10 for the North at the South 29 when we return. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Shrine Bowl 59, first and 10 Federal under center here for the North, and he's going to keep it himself on a little option around the right side. We've got a penalty flag. He's going to be drug out of bounds by Kowalski of York. Thought for a minute there the fullback was actually going to get the ball and probably a 10-yard hold coming up here. Again, just trying to get some different people in there, maybe playing where they hadn't played all week. That doesn't mean they don't know where to play because they – would have been wouldn't have been here if they didn't know what they were doing. But a ten yard holding penalty will back him up. Well, second and twenty. This giant elephant fullback package. They probably ran that you know all of ten minutes or something in the last week. You know what I'm saying? Probably didn't run it much. So, uh, and that's they've had just tons of trouble since they went to that. And I just saw him come off the fullback come off. Of course, it is long yardage now. Now they're going to get back into their regular stuff. The south has scored on a one-yard run from Brody Zabel in the first quarter. Then they had a 13-yard run from Vinny Schmidt here in the uh, fourth quarter. And in between, uh, they had the field goal. Zelnio back to pass. They'll throw it out here, and it's dropped. Trying to get it into the hands of Josh Baker, it looks like, from Omaha Burke, incomplete. Yeah, that just, uh, I mean, total lack of concentration there. He's open he's in good shape and ball hits him right in the numbers and just lets her go it's also why you need to catch the ball out in front of you doug if you let it get to you you got to catch it both coming in and then bouncing off of you going out for the uh north federal to take it on second and 20 has plenty of time out of the backfield he's going to throw it complete to a garris kerr again he'll get a short gain as he scampers down the right sideline to pick a couple a couple more and Boy, now you're just seeing a lot of kids end up on the turf, and this is Griffin Wenz of Grand Island Senior High on the offensive line. He gets back up. Looks like maybe he got stepped on. He's uh, reaching for his wrist or his arm. Yeah, and part of what happens here is they get tired. You know, I know they've had a week, but, I mean, you know, we go through, Doug, almost 30 practices. You know, if you think about it, before we play a football game, this is as high pace of a football game as any of these kids have played, you know what I mean, because of the level that they're playing at. And they've had, you know, less than 15 practices. One week is all to reacclimate their body to high-speed football. Well, Wentz is okay because I think Russ Harvey just was pointing at somebody in the press box for him to wave to or in this crowd. So he's okay. Third down and 19 now with 8.40 to go. 
Noah Vedral, 34-16 lead for the North. Back to pass. Throws it deep down the left side. A little miscommunication. His running back did not get to the football. Peyton Kenny. Do you see him point? Or his wide receiver, Peyton Kenny, excuse me. Kenny ran the out. Vedral threw the go, threw the nine. And Quarterback uh, always throws the go. Uh, yeah, Come on, yeah, man. That's right. Always throw the go. Well, one thing about it, J.C. Nutter has got uh, back into the football game quite a bit. Uh, he's going to punt again. He has an interception in the game again offensively for the North. It was Noah Vedral hooking up twice today with Alec Ellis. And Braden Wright has two touchdown passes, one to Shannon Brewer for 46 yards, the other to Silvo Johnson for four yards. 8.35 to go. Clock stopped as the North will punt on fourth and 19. Nutter, again, looking to the sideline. Beautiful high kick. That might be in the end zone. It just got there. Boy, he was right towards the pylon. It'll go down as a... 38-yard punt, no return. The South will get it out at their 20-yard line, trailing 34-16 with 8.28 to go here in the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and it's Vinny again. I don't even think Flowers has his pads on down there, Doug. I think Flowers is done for the day. Both of them got knocked around a little bit here in the second half. Yeah, that is Flowers sitting on the bench over there with no shoulder pads on. So he's done. Vinny will take care of her, and he'll strike out 12 tonight if he needs to. <laughs> Vinny Schmidt now out of the pistol with four wide. Wants to be back there to block for him. Rolls to his right under some pressure. He's hit. He's dropped inside the 10. Nate Bartling. He's gonna, Nate Bartling's going to get a little help there from uh, Dixon Leffler. I think that's who it was, but Nate Bartling got a big one there. Yeah, there was some good pressure coming from uh, the outside, also a little help there from... Raymond Haley out of Omaha Benson, excuse yeah. me. He was making some uh, pressure, and Bartling was in there again. And again, uh, Braden Dye right now leading north in tackles. He's in double digits. Malcolm Lee's there. Bartling is right there. Second and 20, Schmidt after the 10-yard loss will go under center. He'll still drop back to pass. Quick little hitch is going to be incomplete, trying to get it into the hands of Shea Wyatt. And who knows what that was. Nate Bartling did get up a minute ago, Doug, and was holding eight up. At, uh, and you can only wonder, does that mean eight for eight man uh, in what he's representing uh, here today? Stops the clock with 7.44 to go. Third down and 20. Again, the North... Trying to just knock it down and get this game preserved. Schmidt going to go for it all if he can. Now decides to change his mind. Takes off to run to the 20, to the 25. He got a whole lot of yardage. He needed 20, though, and he gets 15. It'll be interested to see if they go for it. He had a man in the seam down the left side, and that might have even been Christian Banker, and he thought about chucking it deep, but they really haven't had a whole lot of success chucking it deep in this game. It'll be fourth down at about six. No, and you can see why Vinny had the high school career that he did. He's got a good arm, Doug, but he's very athletic. Uh, His feet are really good. No fear. I think that's important, especially if you're a little bit undersized, you know, that no fear bit is really important. So fourth down, long five. They will go for it at their own 24-yard line. And the snap to Schmidt. Fakes with the old shoulders, throws it out here complete, and right at the first down marker, Grant Schmidt of St. Cecilia gets his first catch, and did he stay in? I don't think so. Or 
Did he stay in long enough to get the first down? He got hit as soon as he caught it. The North says that they have held, and they have. He is short of the 30-yard line, which was the line to gain by about half of a football. So even though it's complete, they needed five and a half. They got five, and the North will take over with 7.29 to go in the game, leading it 34-16. to Yeah, and he got smacked right on the sideline there, Doug. So if it was a regular Friday night, the North would just turn around and hand it off until this thing uh, ran out, but it's an all-star game, so you're trying to have a little fun as well. Let's see what Coach Hudson wants to do. First thing he has to do is get his guys out on the field to play some football here. Griffin Wenz is okay. He came out last series. He's going back out there. Elephant package again. Not a whole lot of switching that you're going to do when you get to that point with your linemen because you've only got 35. They've played either one side or the other. Yeah, and the thing is here, it's for them it's a matter of is 54 in the backfield? Oh, look at this little diamond package. So in the backfield, you've got Max Mason as the deep back. And then as we've uh, had fun with Sam Morrill of Creighton on the right side. I think that's Shohan to his left. And they'll give it to Mason. He'll follow the right side, get hit in the backfield by Kowalski, kind of shake off that, keep his legs churning inside the 25, drag a couple of guys with him all the way to the 24. And he's going to pick up maybe more than he should have after being hit in the backfield. Yeah, Kowalski's a great football player. Glenn Snodgrass probably going to be sad to see him leave, Doug. That kid has been all over the field today. Corbin Ruth of Seward in, trying to help clean up that play. It's going to be a gain of about five and a half. Second down and five at the 24. Stay in that diamond, meeting three backs back there. No wideouts in the package at all for quarterback Braden Wright. From Elkhorn South, they'll give it to Mason again. Starts left, cuts back, nice play inside the 20, and he'll be close to the first down at the 19-yard line. He is up at the line by Kale Kleinschmidt of Bruning Davenport Shickley among the couple of guys that were over there. Yeah, it's interesting, Doug. When they were running Grand Island's offense before Harvey's offense, uh, you see how smooth things were. Now that they're in this, like, 32 personnel stuff and 22 personnel stuff, it's... Uh, Guys, did you see them just look, they're, they're turning and talking to each other way more. You also want to know who's talking? The Omaha guys. The winner, the north side is yelling over at the south and waving and saying things. And uh, who knows if it's good-hearted or if it's just a little rivalry fun from the Metro as they hand it off to the Scots Bluffs outstanding back. Max Mason gets nowhere on this one on first and 10 at the 19. But uh, I think uh, Williams and Brewer having a little fun over there with uh, Jordan Flowers and a couple of the other guys that yeah. are done for the day. Yeah, they're hooting it up over there. I see that. <laughs> they got Noah Vedrill involved a little. Noah probably said, no, i got to be careful. Uncle Matt would be upset with me if I <laughs> yeah. get it going too much. But there, now we're about the six-minute mark, and they've had to – Stop the clock again. I think the big boy from Blue Hill is going to come in. Colin Brown. After Nebraska tied Holy Cross, they didn't like that, so Holy Cross is up 4-2 to two in the bottom of the fifth inning. Doing it on minimal hits. Four runs on six hits. Nebraska, two runs, five hits, two errors. The game currently on 1230 KHAS. 34-16 north. They have it second and 11 at the south, 20-yard line, 540 to go. Braden Wright trying to use the play clock here. Doing well with that. Gives it to Mason again. A little counter to the left, and he will be brought down after a short gain by Grant Bruner of Gretna. Yeah, and Mason's tough to find, Doug. He's very slippery. 
not an easy guy to get to the ground. And he's just kind of been that way all day. I can see where he absolutely could be your feature in an offense. Just a one-yard gain, if that, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Well, Max Mason's not sure where he's going to go to college, but he's going to study farm and ranch management. Probably go to Shadron or somewhere and be a good football player. I don't think the North is going to get this play off, and they do not. We've got to delay a game penalty with 4.53 remaining in this football game. You know it's not good when the quarterback's looking at his wristband with five yeah, seconds say, on the play. They've got this package, and they're just, I mean, they're discussing like they're getting ready to sign the Treaty of Versailles. Well, you know how that um, is. Um, you know, Shohan's in, Shohan's in there, Morrill's in there, neither one's carried it yet. Maybe you want to give the ball to him once. Well, this just wasn't a package that no. the game plan was all about. It's great they're doing it. I love it. But Third down and 15 at the 24 now after the delay of game penalty. And Wright will take the snap. He will fake it to Mason, keep it himself, try to follow the block, but goes nowhere, and he is going to be upended by Tanner Peterson of Sutton. Got him at the line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth down. And, you know, Coach Hudson mentioned this in the pregame interview and uh, when we were talking with him uh, earlier in the week about Russ Harvey and the offense at Grand Island. That, that maybe needs to be talked about a little bit more here. No question. I mean, they did a fabulous job with it. Uh, Doug, they got stopped in the first quarter and then on a possession. Then after that, just went off and uh, it flowed. I think, you know, sometimes you get in these games and um, it didn't translate to the kids, if you know what I mean. And you never saw that today. It, it, it had tremendous flow to it. They did a great job getting it taught to everybody. And the North's going to try a field goal from 40 yards out for Shohan and he puts it up with plenty of distance. Did he get it inside the left upright? He did. A 41-yard field goal adds to the offense here for the North, and Shohan knows how to kick the ball, and he shows it right there. Each team with a field goal. 3.59 remains in the game. The North 37, the South 16 at the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. 359 remaining here in the 59th Shrine Bowl, two weeks away from the Sertoma 8-man All-Star football game down in Hastings. Looking forward to that. Next week, it is the Shrine Soccer Classic. As we mentioned at halftime, a lot of All-Star games going on. The West Nebraska All-Star game for volleyball and football out in Scotts Bluff. And right now, after making the 40-yard field goal, Columbus Scotus's Evan Shohan ready to boot it away here as the North will win it again. Here in Kearney, this is a high, shorter kick, returnable by Larson of McCook. He'll take it at the 9 on the right hash, up to the 15, makes a man miss at the 20, into the pile at the 25, and gets out to the 30-yard line, and that's where the South will take over. Probably for 
One last chance to get something going here. Yeah, they probably won't get her back, Doug. This will Unless be they score. Well, that's <laughs> then they exactly get it right, right back. Under the shrine rules. and Maybe we'll get an avalanche of points here. Well, let's hope something exciting happens. It's kind of been a little quiet since the start of the fourth quarter. Vinny Schmidt did run one in on a beautiful play there. What did they say? Well, the tee is still on the field. They keep forgetting to go pick up the kicking tee. Been there all day. And again, one of those things, you know, yeah, you have the student manager, but we've seen that in the All-Star game. They usually have somebody assigned to go yeah. do that. They just didn't assign anybody. And so, uh, hustling out there, Trey Sachs of Elkhorn says, I got it. Twins out to the left side, single to the right side this time for the South. Vinny Schmidt, who has played a majority of this game at quarterback, from Hastings High for the South will be in the shotgun. Unfortunately, three picks for Vinny today. And now he throws one up for grabs. And again, trying to get it into the hands of Shea Wyatt. And it just hasn't been there today for Shea Wyatt. They continue to try to make something happen with the young man. And it just haven't been able to find any kind of a big play in the game for him. No, none whatsoever. And again, they, they didn't want to throw this thing around today. So you know, you're seeing... The South now doing some things that they didn't probably get as much time to do. I thought J.C. Nutter did a great job there. He was step for step, Doug. And again, there you see it, the Sand Hills Thedford boy, step for step with uh, the Miller uh, West. Uh, he does receiver. have five catches for 29 yards, not just all short yardage situations. Back to pass Schmidt. Quick little out. It's complete. Knee on the ground at the 38-yard line, which will bring the play to a close. Start. And I'm trying to pick up the number on the far sideline over there for the south. I believe that is uh, Ruth from Seward. Yes. Corbin Ruth from Seward is going to make the catch for about seven. It'll be third down and three. And guys are kind of starting to shake hands now. And 340 left here. Trying to get one more in the end zone. Schmidt under center. Takes the five-step drop. Looks left. Throws right. Complete first down. There it is for Grant Schmidt of Hastings St. Cecilia. His second catch. He'll get into North Territory at the 49-yard line. Yeah, it would just would have been interesting to see today. Well, I mean, they have lots of players. Not like Grant Schmidt was. I remember saying the same thing with Cole Wiseman and Jordan Slough that year here. That's been a long time ago. but First down. Throw it out here in the flat. This time they find Wyatt. He's open. Cannot slip the tackle, though. He gets to the 42-yard line, and Nutter is there with the tackle. Look at that helmet. There's no more room to put a sticker from this last year. No, he was probably sticking him in his bedroom because he probably got more than that. That guy was amazing. And Sandhill Stedford, Coach Dinas up there, they've just had a tremendous year. Well, they have like 12 guys, 13 guys suited for the state semis mm-hmm. at Sergeant Twin Loop. We're scrambling around Schmidt. He's going to have to do this on his own. Looks for a block. Gets inside the 40. Gets a little help there from Kowalski of York. Yeah, he got some. Kowalski's always sniffing around looking for a little thunder. Well, he wants to make contact. Yes. There's no Alex Kowalski isn't running away from anybody. When it says fullback linebacker, he says, let's go. Let's trade some paint. Yeah, all of mom's china's put away till he goes off to college. Because <laughs> going through the house, it would be in shambles. Oh, man. That is just enough for a first down to get it to the 37. Well, they don't like something here. There. Oh, they were just screaming gun. He was supposed to be in the gun. 
And so a timeout will be called here as the South was confused about the play call with Grant Bruner, the lone setback there. A timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 2.52 to go in the Shrine game. North is going to win it. They lead the South 37-16. South has the ball on the move when we return. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Ostermeyer Equipment is your headquarters for top-notch farming and ranching equipment in the Midwest. Stop in and see them for your Vermeer Super M cornstalk baler and for a full line of brakes, plus a great selection of wind rowers. Ostermeyer specializes in Vermeer, Great Plains, and Macdon equipment. With more parts on hand for those named brands than most dealers carry, see the knowledgeable staff at Ostermeyer Equipment today. Located on Range 220th Road between Shelton and Gibbon, best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game. Schmidt will take the snap on a little fullback wheel route over the middle. It's complete to Grant Bruner inside the 20, and he's going to be brought down at the 12, again, at 25. So I guess the timeout was worth it, Larry. That's what they wanted to run the and called the timeout, got it set. Yeah, they did a nice job. They slipped the back out of the backfield, and he's going to take it right in between the hashes, and nobody will be there. 2.45 to go, first down and 10 at the 12. Schmidt. Throws it out here to Wyatt, complete at the nine, slips a man at the six, brought down inside the five at about the three-yard line by Braden Dye of Lincoln North Star. And I think he still has the most tackles in the game for either team. Yeah, and when you look at this, Doug, Vinny Schmidt really did do a nice job today. Uh, had the one ball that got away from him that Peyton Kinney took off with, and then Nutter went up and just got one against him. But he really did, has played very well. And a false start here as the offensive line took off. They were going on first sound, and uh, that was not the proper one. So uh, moving back five yards, it'll be second down and goal at the nine-yard line. Not second and goal, excuse me. It'll be second down and seven at the nine-yard line. Two for a first down, nine for a touchdown here. North 37, south 16, 217 to go. Schmidt back under center. With Bruner the lone back, they'll give it to Bruner. Bruner is hit immediately. He's going nowhere. All kinds of blue jerseys in on that tackle. Yeah, Cole Wemhoff from Hastings St. Cecilia, or excuse me, Humphrey St. Francis came down and did a really nice job there. Good job of the tackle. Ritterbush is still in there for Millard North, doing what he can. Third down, no gain on the play, so third and seven at the nine. Back out of the pistol. Schmidt looks right. Looks for Grant Schmidt. Got it. Touchdown. Hastings to Hastings St. Cecilia. And the South will put up six more. 37-22 on the nine-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, that was nice. That's why I say, like, uh, Vinny's done a nice job. That was a tough throw there. That out route, that's the one in high school. A lot of times you say just, you don't have to cover it because most high school kids can't throw it. And Vinny did a nice job there. His arm might be a little sore. He, he might not be able to pitch tomorrow. Schmidt to Schmidt. And uh, Zellio in for the extra point kick. It is up. 
and it is good. And with 139 remaining in the Shrine Bowl, it's the North 37, the South 23. The South will get the ball back under the rules when we come back here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and the full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton. That's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton. Hi, I'm Dana Grease, your pharmacist at Sutton Pharmacy. We've been your full-service neighborhood pharmacy since 2007. We are committed to working with you and your health care providers to give you the best personalized care. We offer a full line of Good Neighbor Pharmacy products to meet your health care needs. Sutton Pharmacy also offers deliveries to Sutton and Edgar for your convenience. Locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. Sutton Pharmacy. Well, we hope you've enjoyed our coverage of the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl here today on Classic Hits 98.9 KKPR-FM. Carney, Holdridge, and uh, our friends all over the listening area down in Axtell, Amherst. A couple of coaches, Will Wagner, Ron Evans. Of course, Steve Raymer from Sutton. Russ Harvey, Grand Island. Glad you're along with us as we're ready to boot it away one more time. The South ready to receive here. And Scheffelbein's going to kick it away for the North. This is the high pooch kick, taking it at the 16-yard line, up to the 20, 25, looking for some room to the 30, Hergen Rader to the 35, and that's where he'll be brought down with a minute 29 to go in the game because it is a 11-point or more deficit or 12-point or more deficit. The team that's behind, if they score, will get the ball back, and so that is the case here for the South. Patrick Arnold leading his team out there from Gretna onto the field. And I guess the realm of possibility means it's not necessarily over yet if the South can hit a bomb here, but yeah. one and a half to go. They're within 14. The North was up 27-7 to at halftime. They haven't had a whole lot of offensive opportunities here in the second half. Vinny Schmidt, back to pass. Has time over the middle, and it is going to be complete by Wyatt. He was looking for someone to maybe pitch it to after he got hit. I think it was, so. It was one him and five blue jerseys, and they bring him down for a first down at the South 49-yard line. I think he was surprised he even caught the ball. Yeah, he goes up and makes an amazing catch, and then he turned around and was just like you said. He was looking to give that baby up. Malcolm Lee still in their defensive end, trying to put some pressure on. Schmidt throws to the right side. Complete into the hands of Seward's Corbin Ruth. He'll step out of bounds. And I, I'm like you and probably everybody in the stands. It's been a long game, kind of waiting for it to get over, and that's kind of what we're seeing from the North defense right now. They're just kind of playing preventive defense here, prevent defense, and uh, Schmidt trying to take advantage of that. Right. First and 10 at the 39-yard line of the North. Quiet lately is Christian Banker. He's over here guarded by Zion Williams. And they look his way, but he's covered. So Schmidt rolls to the right, throws across, and it is incomplete. Dawson Graham jumping the route there, knocking it away, intended for Corbin Ruth. Yeah, Dawson Graham was going to steal that sucker. 1-0-3 remaining. Second and 10 for the South at the North 39-yard line, 37-23. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats 
and the game offensive and defensive MVP. Twins right, twins left. Vinny Schmidt in the backfield with Bruno the blocking back, which he needs on Malcolm Lee. Now tries to sprint away. He's going to have to run one on four. He just wants to get to the sideline with his life, and he will step out of bounds at the 37. Good pursuit over there by 22, and double that up, 44 for the north in Garrison Kerr and Stephen Hills. Yeah, Nate Bartley and Malcolm Lee flushed him, (laughs) and then there were some buddies for the north there as well. Yes, they did, Larry. I think uh, Schmidt thought once he got away from the two big linemen, he was going to be okay, and he went, what are these guys doing out here? And you could tell he put on the Jets to get to the sideline, stop the clock. It was a gain of only one, but it stopped the clock third and nine. Fight or flight took over. Schmidt back to pass. Again over the middle. He finds Shea Wyatt, but it's not enough for the first down, and the South will call a timeout to stop the clock. A gain of only three. It'll be fourth down and six at the 35-yard line, and if they do not convert here, the game will be over. 48 seconds remain in the 59th Annual Shrine Bowl. The North 37, the South 23. It's fourth and six for the South at the North 35 when we come back. Oh, those summer memories, vacations, the beach, the ball games. If the time spent in your car is ruining those memories because the air conditioner isn't getting the job done, then call your friends at Graham Tire. Their certified technicians will diagnose the problem and let you know what is needed to bring cool comfort back to your drive. They will even pick up and deliver your vehicle. Just another reason to trust Graham Tire, your tire store next door. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. Clay County Physical Therapy provides you with the care you deserve and the results you desire. Whether it's a sports injury treatment or some other rehab service that you need, call Clay County Physical Therapy. 402-773-0270. Clay County Physical Therapy sends out congratulations to the Sutton Sports Fourth and six for the South as Vinny Schmidt takes the snap. He's got pressure from Lee, steps up, throws over the middle, and a little floater is complete into the hands of Grant Bruner at the 15, brought down at the 13 by Dawson Graham. It almost looked like the pass slipped out of his hands, but it was right on the money. He had to throw it over the aggressive lineman, and it's first down and 10. Yeah, nobody asked you how it happened, just did it happen. First down and 10 as they get the chain set here with 40 seconds to go at the 14-yard line, looking to make it a one-score game. Schmidt to throw, over the middle, complete. He's got it to his favorite target, Shea Wyatt at the three. He spins into the end zone, touchdown, South All-Stars. Another touchdown pass for Vinny Schmidt from 14 yards out. Yeah, like I said, Vinny's slung it around today pretty well, Doug. I think he he did just fine. Shea Wyatt just sitting underneath, able to haul it in with 30 seconds to go, and now the extra point from Zelio to try and make it a seven-point game. Schmidt the holder. The kick is away, and the kick is good. 30 seconds left to go, and so now the South has to kick off for the first time in a long time, and you'll be looking... At an onside kick with the score, 37-30, the North leading the South here on Classic Hits. 
At ShopWheelerDealer.com, we continue the more bang-for-your-buck tradition on fireworks. Welcome to Cracklin' Crooks Fireworks of Donovan. Log on to ShopWheelerDealer.com for 25% off $50 certificates, no limit, while they last. Cracklin' Crooks Fireworks of Donovan, now at ShopWheelerDealer.com. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Well, we've had a lot of those it's down to this play type of situations, but you would think it's truly now down to this because the South has continued to convert, and now they've got to find a way to cover an onside kick here as they have cut it to 37-30 with 30 seconds to go. So when you see it over the history books, you'll see that the score was close when really the game, uh, I don't want to say was not because the South was competitive, but under the rules, when you keep getting the ball back, it didn't allow Noah Vedral to even hardly do anything here in the second half for the North. Yeah, Noah Vedral would have just gone off. I mean, he had finally gotten hot at the end of the first, and that wasn't going to change. They're going to have Christian Banker attempt the onside kick. So here we go. All the North guys now standing up because they want to celebrate if they cover it. And Banker, good onside kick. The ball is knocked around, but the North looks like they've covered it with Peyton Kinney. Peyton Kinney is going to cover it here for the North, and they're going to be the winners officially of the 59th annual Shrine Bowl All-Star football game. So just notch up another great play for Kinney. Funny thing there was Kinney kind of got to it before the 10-yard mark. And the South just ran him over, and he was able to hold on to it. So they just need to take one knee and finish this football game off. Yeah, very good. I kind of like to finish, to be quite honest, Doug. North winning four of the last five here to uh, take the championship. And congratulations to the uh, members of the North team and to Coach Hudson and Coach Evans and Coach Harvey uh, for being part of that winning coaching staff. And Noah Vedral will take the snap. He'll take a knee. Coach Matt Terman is not going to use any timeouts to make him snap it again. And that's going to wrap things up. So after spending their Memorial Day holiday weekend getting ready for football and working hard over the last week, the teams will walk across and shake hands one more time with the final score, the North 37 and the South 30 in the 59th annual Shrine Bowl All-Star Football Game. We'll come back with the final stats and the offensive and defensive MVPs right after this. It's not selfish to love yourself, take care of yourself, and to make your happiness a priority. That message is for family caregivers, caring for anyone 24-7, all the time, and so is this event. June 14th, Carney's first ever day of caring designed to support and inform family caregivers whether you are caring for someone with a mental or physical challenge. It's free, it's informative, it's empowering. If you are a family caregiver, do this for yourself. Register for Carney's Day of Caring at the First Presbyterian Church, 9.30 to 2.30, June 14th. This is Peggy Jensen of the Nebraska Respite Network. Call me at 866-RESPITE, R-E-S-P-I-T-E, to register or log on to ClassicHits989.com. 
Founded in 1954, Burger King is the second largest fast food hamburger chain in the world. The original home of the Whopper. Our commitment to premium ingredients, signature recipes, and family-friendly dining experiences is what has defined our brand for more than 50 successful years. Best of luck, athletes, from Burger King. Dignitaries from around the state of Nebraska here today for the 2017 Nebraska Shrine Bowl Classic and some great football players. There was, you know, Larry, we probably didn't talk about it enough, but there was some excitement kind of changing of the guard last fall when we got into the playoffs and when we got down to the state championships. You saw uh, some new champs. You may have seen some of the uh, same teams go deep in the playoffs, but you definitely saw some uh, new faces and new helmets there with some Burwells, some Wilbur Claytonias. Now, Newman was there, but uh, what was going on in Class A with the way the Class A O'Neal. championship played out? O'Neill, of course, uh, winning Class C1, and uh, some of those guys were here today showing off their talent. And, Doug, you had it today in the Shrine Bowl. That same um, uh, theme held true where – a lot of your bigger players, usually in the Shrine Bowl, it's your big-time A's, Class A kids that really blow this thing up. And it was a lot of C's and D's, and Class B had a big showing today. Uh, so that same um, theme held true through today as well. Well, we can now tell you who the offensive and defensive MVPs are this football game. And once again this year, one of the all-stars uh, and uh, award winners is going to be from our immediate listening area. The offensive MVP uh, doing all the damage in the first half of play today is Noah Vedrill. No surprise there. Uh, Noah with an outstanding football game. He's going to Central Florida for Scott Frost out of Wahoo Newman. Uh, The uh, quarterback is the offensive MVP today. The defensive MVP had the only defensive score of the game, and then he ended up covering the onside kick at the very end to secure it. Peyton Kinney who's coming to UNK out of Grand Island Senior High, is the Shrine Bowl defensive MVP. And uh, I think, again, you're going to look at Vinny Schmidt's numbers, and they're going to be better than Federal when it's all said and done. He did have the three picks, but he got many more opportunities uh, taking the ball here in the second half. So Vinny had a good game. So when you're discussing this over coffee tomorrow or a cold one tonight, uh, there are a lot of guys that could have been awarded that. I think probably it was a lot tougher to make the defensive choice than it was the offensive choice today. Yeah, if Vedro would have had all those reps as well, the numbers would have been eye-popping. He blew it up in the first half. He was the best kid. And defensively, it is nice. If you're a Loper lover, the last two defensive MVPs in the Shrine Bowl are on your roster. Uh, hopefully that means for good things to come. But I thought, Kenny, that whole first half, I mean, it literally, he looked like a pit viper out there stalking his prey. It was going to happen at some point when he finally pulled the trigger. Boom, it equaled seven points. Bait him, uh, bait him, bait yeah. him. Take the bait. Yeah, that's exactly right. When they finally grabbed the cheese <laughs> out of the trap, down it came. So, uh, and it is nice to see, you know, he comes out of a great program. He's a great kid. You know, we talked to him on Tuesday. Coach T runs a top notch A1 program at grand island and there's nobody better and uh than coach tomlin and that's why you see you know he's got an assistant uh in this thing today his offensive coordinator russ harvey and one of his athletes is uh 
the defensive player of the game. It says a lot about what's going on with Islander football. Uh, he and Griffin Wenz uh, played very well in this football game, and this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll be back with the final stats right after this. Text Royals 945 to 90210. Royals, then the numbers 945 to 90210. Each week through the All-Star break, someone wins a pair of Royals tickets from Platte River Radio and Powerade. There's something about baseball that fits perfectly with an ice-cold Powerade. So before the first pitch, grab an ice-cold Powerade, the fuel to power through. Agriculture is America's largest family business. It's more than a business, it's a way of life. We believe in it. We invest in it. We make ag loans. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. About a scoring summary brought to you by Farm Bureau, your Farm Bureau agents of Kearney, and it all started today uh, with the South. If you joined us late, uh, really after the first quarter, Larry, the South looked like they were going to have uh, control of this football game, but it's because that drive that took them into the end zone took seven and a half minutes, and the North really hadn't had much of a chance. When you look at how the game starts, Doug, I mean, literally, I call it the entire first quarter, about a minute of it, starts with the North coming out, and going three and out, South defense looked big, stout, I mean, ready to go. The South gets the ball and go, I mean, it was 17, 18 play drive, something like that, and just go straight down the field, stick it in, and you kind of look and go, holy cow. Uh, so this is uh, going to be interesting. And then from there, the North kind of settled down and and got going, got some stops, got a touchdown, and then the second quarter, it was just an avalanche. It was 27 points in one quarter, and once that avalanche got started, the South couldn't do anything but get balled up in it. So uh, it was a 17-place, 78-yard drive that took 729 after uh, the North couldn't do anything on their first possession. Uh, Brody's able, and Norris took it in from one yard out, and the extra point was added by Zelnio of Lincoln Southwest, 215 to go in the first quarter, 7 to nothing. The North then started their drive, and was able to get into the end zone in the first minute of the second quarter on a four-yard pass from Braden Wright to Silvo Johnson Jr., eight plays, 62 yards, 249 to go. Evan Chacon hit his first extra point, and Shohan made it 7-7 seven to seven with that extra point. Then after a three-and-out for the South, a one-play drive, 47-yard pass from Noah Vedral to Alec Ellis. The kick was wide left, 8.47 to go in the half, 13-7 the North. Then after uh, they shut the South down again, the South uh, did move it a little bit and made a nice punt inside the five to the four-yard line, but that did not deter the North. 13 plays, 96 yards, two minutes and six seconds. Vedral hit a wide-open Alec Ellis for back-to-back touchdown passes, 123 to go in the first half, 20-7. to seven. And then Vinny Schmidt, Coach Terman, and the guys thought, well, we've got time. Let's get down the field, see if we can get some points. Well, that's when defensive MVP Peyton Kenny made the play of the game. The 32-yard interception return with 46 seconds to go made it 27-7 to north at the half. 
And to be quite honest, the North really didn't get to touch the football all that much uh, in the second half under the scoring rules. A 39-yard field goal by Zelnia uh, made it 27-10. The South scoring on their first possession was 7-21 to go. Then the North came away with back-to-back turnovers. Chasey Nutter gets an interception. Cole Wemhoff uh, gets a fumble recovery. Of course, Wemhoff from Humphrey St. Francis. Nutter from Sand Hill Stedford. A 46-yard touchdown pass from uh, Braden Wright to Shannon Brewer was the last touchdown of the game for the North. Came with 114 to go in the third. Put him up 34-10. to Then to start the fourth quarter on the very first play, Vinny Schmidt of the South team and Hastings High took it in from a 13-yard quarterback scramble. Made it 34-16. to A couple of interceptions then slowed the South. Uh, a 40-yard field goal was added by the North, and uh, Evan Shahon able to knock that down with four minutes to go to make it 37-16. to Then a couple of late scores for the South. Vinny Schmidt hit Grant Schmidt on a nine-yard touchdown pass with 139 to go to make it 37-23. to And Schmidt hit Shea White on a 14-yard touchdown pass with 30 seconds to go to make it 37-30. to They could not recover the onside kick. And that was the final score here this afternoon with the North over the South, 37-30. to In the uh, final stats, let's take a look at what we had rushing here for the North All-Stars. Noah Vedrill had eight carries for 30, 29 yards. Max Mason, eight carries for 23 yards uh, in the football game. So not a whole lot on the ground for the North, 29 for Vedral. Mason with 23. Garris Kerr, a couple of carries for 14 yards. Brayden Wright, two carries for 7 yards as a team. 22 carries for 72 yards. Noah Vedral was 11 of 21 for 154 yards and two touchdowns. And if my first-half stats, as I uh, pull those back up here, Larry, in the first half, Vedral was 10 of 16 for 153, so he was 1 of 5 for 1 yard. When he didn't have, he and, just, he, and they didn't have to throw it in the second. No, half. the thing is, very few offensive series for them, and when they did, remember they were in the diamond package, the big elephant package. They just were running the ball. And Braden Wright didn't get to throw it too much, but both of his completions, two for four, were for touchdowns. He had 50 yards, so through the air, 13 to 25, 204 yards, and four touchdowns for the North. They had 276 yards unofficially through the air today. Shannon Brewer led them receiving two catches, 90 yards and a touchdown. Alec Ellis, both of his catches were for touchdowns. He had 56 yards. For the South, Braden Hartwig was the leading rusher, 11 carries, 56 yards. Brody Zabel, 12 carries, 49 yards and a touchdown. Grant Bruner, three carries, 28 yards. Vinny Schmidt, seven carries, 24 yards and a touchdown. Kip Hergenrader, seven carries for 23 yards in the game. And then uh, Flowers, negative 16 Uh, getting knocked down behind the line of scrimmage a couple of times. 46 rushing attempts for the South for 162 yards. Through the air, Jordan Flowers, 6 of 9 for 42 yards. And Vinny Schmidt, 19 out of 28 for 200 yards. Two touchdowns, three interceptions. One of those was tipped. Probably not his fault. The other two did fall into their hands. 25 of 37 through the air. 242 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. And uh, overall... 404 yards of total offense. Again, much more than the North, but the North had the defensive touchdown, and and with the Shrine Bowl rules, didn't get to have much there in the second half. Shea Wyatt did have 10 catches for 72 yards and a touchdown. Christian Banker, six carries, or six receptions for 49 yards, and Grant Schmidt of St. Cecilia, three receptions in the second half for 27 yards and a touchdown. Defensively for the South, Grant Bruner, nine tackles, Six for Tanner Peterson of Sutton, Alex Kowalski of York, Kavion Randall each had four, Corbin Ruth, Jarrett Mason, 
each had three. And for the North, you had Braden Day uh, from Lincoln North Star, 11 tackles to lead all players. Stephen Hillis uh, had nine tackles in the ball game for the North All-Stars today out of Hardington Cedar Catholic. J.C. Nutter from Sandhill Stedford had eight. Malcolm Lee, who we thought was as dominant as anybody in the ball game from Bellevue West, along with Trey Sachs and Nate Bartling from Elm Creek, all had seven in the football game. Larry, uh, final thoughts? I thought it was a good football game, Doug. I know the score got a little quirky at one end, but uh, at, at, at one time, but I thought Mark Hudson brought a team in here ready to go, right, as we said, contrasting styles, and he made sure that his square peg fit through a round hole. He did a nice job. I thought that uh, uh, when that thing started, I thought they were in big trouble, and uh, they righted the ship. And I guess, like I said, it just was an avalanche in that uh, second quarter. Well, it was a pleasure again to watch the state's most outstanding senior high school football players as they get ready for their next chapter in their career, doing something good for the Shriners Hospital and the state of Nebraska and the young kids that uh, take advantage and are helped by the Shriners. Again, we want to say a big thank you. There's a lot of football, but we've talked about it throughout the week, all the work that the uh, Shriners do, and you can find out uh, more uh, by uh, checking out the uh, Shriners website, and you can go to anyshrinebowl.com for more on the football game. 37-30, to 30, the North over the South. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Two weeks from today, it's the best eight-man football players, and we had a few of them here today that will be in the eighth or be in the 40th annual Sertoma Eight-Man All-Star Football Game, six o'clock, two weeks from tonight. That is the 17th on our radio stations here at Classic Hits 98.9. And if you're heading home and want to see how the Huskers are doing, you don't want to. Uh, you can listen to the rest of the game on 12:30 KHAS Holy Cross seven. Nebraska 2 in the bottom of the 7th, and the Huskers are the visiting team, so they need to get at least five runs in their final two at-bats or their season will be over. Larry, anything else? Nope. It was another great season. We won't see each other until next year again or be on the air together, I guess. I mean, I need you to play some golf with me. <laughs> this year i got a couple tournaments that you need to play in. We're running out of time already. Well, folks, uh, thanks for being a part of it. For our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Don't forget to check out PlatteRiverPreps.com. The podcast will be up. Photos will be up here in the near future of today's game. It's all free for you to download and take a look at and listen to as well. The North 37, the South 30th from the UNK Health from the UNK Foster Field, Ron and Carol Cope Stadium here in Kearney. We want to say thanks for listening and have a great weekend, everyone. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.